Blog Talk Radio. Definition of a man was to never cry, work till you're tired, got to provide, always be the rock for my fam, protect them by all means, and give you the things that you need, baby, our relationship is suffering, trying to give you what I never had, say I don't know how to love you, babe, well life ain't show me the way, I keep my feelings deep inside, I channel them with my pride, I, I'm trying Desperately, baby, just Be work with me Show me the way to surrender my heart Let them think you care at all Let no one get close to me Before you and me I done shared things with you girl About my past That I'd never tell To anyone else Just keep it to myself Girl I know I lack affection And expressing my feelings It took me a minute To come and admit this But see I'm really trying to change now Wanna love you better Show me how I'm trying desperately baby
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on deck on Skype all the way live. It's Flossy Jeezy here at the Flossy Jeezy Studios here in Portland, Oregon, about 6.09 p.m. on July 30, 2014. And today we have some serious subject matter with everything that's been going on around the country. This is Flossy Jeezy and Black Love. Tonight's episode will deal with domestic violence and some of the uh, causes and solutions that we can have uh, to discuss tonight. So I want to make sure that we get everything in the way we need to get in. But before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and bring my uh, right-hand man in, Mr. Sugar Ray Robinson from Seattle, Washington. Sugar Ray, you're on deck. What's going on this evening? Sugar Ray, you're on deck. Are you there this evening? Well, we'll check back in with Sugar Ray here in just a little bit. Anyway, folks, we have a a pretty, pretty serious situation going on here with this domestic violence thing that's been going on around the country. And uh, I've been following up on this thing, and I've seen what's been going on, and it is really not a very pretty situation whatsoever. Uh, It's been a very unfortunate situation. And uh, I don't know what it is. There's just a lot of stuff that's going on that has gotten out of hand. And uh, I'm really hoping that, you know, we could come to some sort of resolution on things that are going on with this domestic violence situation. I mean, it's it's really crazy the way things have been going down. And, I mean, it, it doesn't seem that it's going to be a situation that's happening. It seems like it's a very unrelenting situation. And uh, it's very unfortunate that this has been going on. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Some of the things we're going to be discussing tonight are going to be um, – what are the factors that create this horrifying condition? And does a woman have a right to uh, attack a man and expect no reaction? Um, you know what I mean? Uh, can a man be trusted after he assaults a woman? You know what I'm saying? How should we cope with an abusive partner? Should we cope with an abusive partner? Okay, and what are the effects on the innocent victims, usually the children or, or, or the elderly? And as a family member, what do you do if a victim consciously, you know, continuously uh, defends his or her abuser and ignores the protection orders from the courts, you know what I'm saying? And what are some of the effects, you know, um, the things that we can do to curtail this domestic violence situation? Well, uh, looks like we're waiting on a few guests, so what I'm going to do is go ahead and play a couple of songs, and uh, like I said before, we're going to delve right into this situation tonight. This is Flossy Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Black love, and you know we're going to be dealing with this uh, the, these uh, violent situations. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. We'll be back in a moment. But I'm saying your stupid ass. 
know you're tired of me. That's why I say, get over with. Through. 
R. Kelly on some serious stuff right there, and we're back in the building. A little black love, domestic violence, causes and solutions. 646-595-3402. It's your boy, Flossie Jeezy, in the building, and I got my main man on deck, my man from Seattle, Washington, Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray, hey, welcome hey, to the building. What's happening, man? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Man, crazy, 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 crazy subject matter tonight. You know what I'm saying? This domestic violence thing, man, seems like we're hearing it all over the country, man. You know what I'm saying? Ray Rice, we're in the NFL, you know what I'm saying? Crazy stuff going down, you know, with him and his old lady. You know what I'm saying? You hear, you hear, uh, you know, hearing all kind of different other Hollywood stars out here, you know, going through this you know, crazy stuff and everything, and it just makes you wonder, man, what in the world is, is, is going on, you know? You had Whoopi Goldberg chiming in, and then the other day, and, you know, talking about, you know, what she thought about the uh, uh, domestic violence situation. You know what I'm saying? Crazy stuff. So what are, you, what are you thinking about this stuff that's going on around the country right now? Well, you know, my thing on it, man, is that, you know, domestic violence has been going on for a long time. It's always been an issue. It's always been an issue. But you have to understand, and, and with the angle I always see it coming out of is, it always be a, a black athlete as the poster child for domestic violence. It always be that. And then it got to be another black dude gets suspended for something he said against domestic violence. All of Whoopi Goldberg, you look how many black people are coming out talking. And domestic violence been going on for a long time. I mean, there's a there's a there's a whole laundry list of guys beating women's ass and women getting women beating guys' ass shit. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, is that they they they're making it to a point right now, man, that it's it's not as huge as a problem as it is. They just basically snowball. This happened a long time ago. They 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 basically made up. They don't know exactly what happened in the elevator. All they saw was him dragging out, and of course he, you know, he hit her, whatever. But the point is, I'm making is though, is that they kind of like reconciled and talked about it, and made things up, and the NFL did what they did. They put a two-game suspension on him. But these other clowns, man, that's throwing in extra stuff about it, man. It's like keeping it going, keeping it going, making it bigger than bigger than ever, man. And the thing about it, man, I mean, I don't believe in hitting a woman. I don't believe that. But what I'm trying to say is, though, is that, come on, man, are we trying to make money off a story, or, are we, uh, or is the story something that that is really already done and dealt with? Because we know when it comes to the black man, they always going to say niggas ain't shit. We got that stereotype. Then we got this other situation where, you know, men beating Beating and doing all that shit. And all you dudes out there, man, I know some cats out there that hitting on your lady, man. That's the most, that's the most simping ass shit, man. Don't hit your woman, man. If you can't, if you can't, if you get more emotional than your woman and you start to hit on her, you need to check yourself. Put your hand in your underwear, man, and cough a little bit. Understand, you got testicles. Come on, dude. Relax. Chill out. Take control of the situation. Don't hit her. Don't let. There's nothing right now, man. There's nothing, absolute nothing in the world that'll make me want to hit a woman. First of all, I mean that's a woman out there. Don't get me wrong. That's a woman that need their ass kicked, but it ain't gonna be on the hands of me. And I don't think no other man should do it. 
Hold on, I think we got another call in right now. Hold on, just a moment. Two zero six eight five four. You're on deck. Okay, two zero six. You can feel free to just listen in. We're we're doing all right. You know, my 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 theory is just about the same, Sugar Ray. Now, I would never advocate, ever ever advocate, hitting on a woman. Never. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when I was a younger man, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not afraid to admit that I was that kind of coward. You know what I'm saying? I, I set up and, you know, got angry and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I can't, unfortunately for me, I can count on, on a couple of fingers how often I've, you know, uh, you know, been that kind of a coward. But my thing is, is this at the same time. You know, you're in a relationship with somebody. You're both adults. And, you know, they they laid Stephen A. Smith off for a week for his comments and things that he had to say about that situation. I don't think it comes down so much as what he was saying about provoking an action because sometimes he does say a lot of, you know, shock, you know, jock yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah, there yeah. Yeah, on, yeah. on ESPN or whatever. But my thing is, is that, you know, you're both adults going into this thing. And ladies, you know, you've asked for a lot, a lot of years of, having uh, being given credibility for having a lot of good uh, common sense. And for the most part, you do have a lot of good common sense. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it as 100 as I can because this is what I do. And my thing is is that I don't think that women ought to be hit, period. I don't think no, that it ought to happen. No, no, no. But at the same time, you know, you have to stay in your lane. If you know going in, especially that you're spending enough time with that man, what his capability is and what his anger level is. You can say what you want to because, you know, that, you know, people argue back and forth, especially if you got two people in a relationship that are high-powered individuals so far as emotions and stuff like that goes. You know, you know saying things and doing things, you know what I'm saying, it comes with the territory. But now if you step outside that bracket and you haul all the way back and you punch that man in the mouth and get, get his gums to bleed and, and stuff like that. There's some tough chicks out there, some MMA chicks, you know, some down south sisters. I know some couple of down south sisters that'll beat a man's ass, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. And they, and, mm-hmm. they, and, they, and they got skills. But what I'm trying to say is, is that you know, if no one's going in, if you're dealing with this man, do not, do not. This is the same thing Whoopi Goldberg said. And I played the clip here just a little bit. Do not, under any circumstance, rear back and raise your hand and fire up on a man and punch him in the mouth or do some crazy stuff. Because this business of, oh, a man should never do this and a man should never do that, ladies, I give you all the credit in the world for having all the common sense in the world. But you've got to stay in your lane when it comes to that physical stuff because not every man out there has that concept of what chivalry means. In other words, a man, you know, yep. back in the days, a man may have taken a shot in the mouth or something like that and, and, and not done anything, but you cannot load up and haul back and punch a man in the mouth or crack him across the head with a bottle or do some crazy shit, and he's just going to sit there. A lot of guys ain't going to sit there and allow that kind of transaction to, to be put forth and just sit there and take that. Now, me, I don't think that you should ever hit a woman, but at the same time, Sugar Ray, you know where I'm coming from. You I know exactly where you're coming from, brother. Lane, man. You can't do that. I, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from, man. You know, I, that's a, that brings me to a question, bro. I'm glad you said that, man, because, you know, 
Okay, we got a lot of situation when it comes to women about this black feminist, this feminist, white feminist. They got all on your Twitter. But there's a thing going on, man, about women's rights. Now, women always want to have the right to do this, and that's some rights they should have. Everybody should have the right to do what they want to do. But I don't, you know, I don't have nothing against nobody's rights. But my question is, man, is like somebody like Ronda Rossi. What if she so happened got to the point where she's she thinks she's a badass? What if she hauled off and get into a situation to where a man hits her, or her spouse, or whoever hits her? No, you know, hey, and uh, I hope I hope it's not. I know it's a black man because it's a black man, damn. But what I'm trying to say, if a man hits her, could she come out and say domestic violence? Because, I mean, think about it, man. I mean, she whoops ass for a living. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. see, that's, that's what I'm saying is it opens up that whole, whole, whole situation to make you say, hmm, because there's a lot of women out there that think they can do things like that. So I wonder. Well, well, hold on just a moment. We're going to get a woman's perspective. Miss Melissa is calling in from New York, so I'm going to bring her on in. Miss Melissa from New York, good evening. Hey. How are you doing? What's up, guys? Give you a toy hey, slip. Well, see G's in the house. Yes, yes. Sugar hey, Ray. Sugar Ray. Yes. Yeah, That's right. Happening? Number one teddy bear. Number mm. one teddy bear. Whoa. There it is. You know what I'm saying? Ruin that man's reputation in five seconds. I love it. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, well, we're celebrating black love tonight, and, 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 and I don't know if you can really call it a celebration because we have a serious subject on hand tonight, and this is domestic violence causing mm-hmm. solutions. And, and Sugar Ray said it eloquently a moment ago. We uh, have a situation where that is the form of a question. Does a woman have the right to attack a man, smack him in the mouth, crack him upside the head, and, 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 and get into uh, the rough stuff with a man, you know what I'm saying, just because she's angry, and, mm-hmm. a man, and, and expect a man to have no reaction whatsoever to that? What well, is, what you know, men, men, okay. men are taught to, um, men are taught to just back off. When a woman hits them, they walk away because they got to think about their mother. Would they hit their mother? No. So they ain't going to hit her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I can personally say I've been in a situation before where um, on the the person I was with for eight years, that one day he just decided that he was going to snap and he was going to – because, you know, it takes a toll sometimes when people are – want to hit you. Little things happen like when people do – how can I say this? If I can remember that, remember these words. Um, when people do like a be like um, emotional, their emotional baggage and stuff, and they oh, or they make you feel yeah, like they make you feel bad for no. Because men do that too. I have to say, make a woman feel bad about because she didn't do something that he didn't like, or she didn't do something that he wanted her to do. You know what I'm saying? And that emotional, um, 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 being emotionally attacked. Like, I can say, from being with the person I was with for eight years, like, little things he'll say, but I tell myself, ah, oh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing. But when it comes to a point that they, um, they, they hit you, I can say I went through that because, um, 
Yeah, women out there, we do. If you do like a little, I feel like if you do like a little shove, like a little push, it shouldn't be a big deal. Right. If if you're you know if you're in caught up in that type of thing, but I can say I can remember when I was um it was the day before my birthday, and I worked like a nine hour shift and I was like so tired, and my boyfriend rings the doorbell, and talking about he's going out with he's going down south with his friends and blah blah blah, he wants to leave his fish over there at my house, and I'm like telling him oh can you um I'll just take it for you. Because I'm tired, you know. I don't need. I don't want no company, basically. Just being honest. And yeah. so um, he said to me, "No, I don't trust you. I think you're gonna go and I think you're gonna go and break my um, my glass bowl with my fish in it." And I'm like, "Okay." I let that go. And so he decided to put it in my room, and then he started talking and stuff and doing little jokey stuff and I was just like I just told I just pushed him just a little bit lightly just to tell him to please leave because I'm tired <laughs> and from there he decided that he was he decided he didn't like that and I wasn't doing anything but I just felt like a little soft push and from there he decided that he was going to go off and he was going to hit me and which he did the day before my birthday and that hurt so bad because you think the person that loves you wouldn't do anything like that to you. But sometimes, um, and for me, did I press charges? No, because I said, you know what, I just told myself he. the best thing about it is that it doesn't, uh, it's not worth it to put him in jail because you're not going to be with him anymore, and you're not going to be in his presence, you know? And right. so that's what I decided to do. But it, 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 it uh it definitely taught me like little signs of when a man's like uh told me even when women if you see a woman like kind of like attacking you no verbal attack that's what I was trying to say this whole time verbal attack and I felt like for years he was a student verbal just a little by little just saying little snappy bitchy things and you know you just say to yourself okay but when I want to tell women out there when you see someone talking like that to you you have to slowly push yourself away. Don't stay in the picture. Do not stay. Because you always you might have good times with that person, but you you realize that you wasted so much time with that person. That could have been you could have been with somebody else. That was ten yeah. times better. You know, you know what, man, um one thing I come to realize, man, is that when you we I mean, men and women mm-hmm. you know, and whoever listens to this show, when it comes down to it, People who yell, who scream, who do that, whatever situation going on with them, you have to think in your mind and say, "I gotta have self control." Because if you, because mm-hmm. if you, because if you yell and scream, you're out of control. You have no self control. Exactly. And, and one of the things I come to realize from previous relationships and anybody I deal with. The best, I look at every situation when I deal with it because I know if I put my hands on her just a little bit or she put her hands on me, it's automatically assault. If somebody make a phone call, the cops come there, they got to take somebody away. They don't come there. They got, they got, they usually don't have to take somebody away. Of course, and you're a black man. Especially, of course, especially, especially if you sit there and say, hey, I've been hit. Uh, he hit mm-hmm. me. He hit it. They're going to have to do something. Now the thing about it is, is though, is that you have to understand when you're in an argument, 
I don't do arguments. I don't like doing debates. I think people that do stuff like that, they, they, just, they, they don't have no tolerance. They just don't have no ending to that shit. That don't make no damn sense to me. Because think about it. When somebody yelling, that means they're on the offense. They come at you. So the best thing to do with somebody on the offense is what? You be on the defense. Walk away. And the best way to – no, be on the defense. And then you walk away and then be on the defense. You don't play offense with offense, meaning both yelling at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Well, it's the defense. So like oil and water. Oil and water. You, you basically look at the person, and I mm-hmm. smile, and I walk. Because I don't like to chime in in a situation. Even though you're wrong, I'm going to let you be wrong, because you're too hard-headed to understand what is right. So I'm not going to try to make you make you right. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have another caller, folks. I'm going to bring him in right now. 678-462. Who do we have on deck tonight? Now, now, why do you always ask me who you have on that tonight? Because you know, we're having a show and everybody up? in the world doesn't know you like I do. What's up? What's up? What's up? Who do we have on deck tonight? Tell them who you are, man. Come on. Man, you Come already on, know who this is. This, this is. this is Juan from the ATL. What's going on with you, man? Thank you very much. Now, did that hurt? Okay, okay. You heard a lot. Juan from the ATL. ATL, baby. He is the man of the ATL. Con- contract well, and sunglasses That's what man wants. Love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, uh, well, you know, you know what it does. Well, I'm sorry, Juan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Chuck. I know. Speaking. I said. I'm just saying. I hope it don't end up like it did last time. We sat here. Juan, right? did you like it last time? Because it was. It was. I never realized how much opinion men have. I mean, I hope we didn't <laughs> just listen to this program because you know what? They will actually see what what black men got to. Well, really, what black men really think. And you know what I want to say that night, but I forgot what I was going to say, Juan, is that the fact that yeah, black I'm men... Listening. I'm listening. Just give me one black. second. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys, you, you want me to start or you want me to wait? Hey, hey listening. Go ahead. Say what you're saying. Oh, please start, because I definitely want to hear what you were saying, Melissa. Okay. Um, what I was saying is that I wanted to say that night, but I didn't get a chance to with that. Black <laughs> men don't communicate very well in the urban communities. They don't. You know, they. That's why all the time they don't, they don't, they don't stay in relationships or they cheat and stuff because they don't communicate. They don't. You know? they, they, they don't know how to talk. Come on, a lot of exactly, don't know how to talk. Exactly, you're correct about that. <laughs> so you can, no. you can, you can, you can communicate, but your communication is a little, little out of control. It needs to be, it needs to be tamed. It needs to be toned down. It needs to be sharpened up. You know. Yeah. After Juan speaks, I'll comment on that portion which she just said in just a moment. Go ahead, Juan. You, you, you're, you're in the building, man. You're, you're on deck. You're on the hot seat. Come on, Juan. Come on, Now, honestly, I should say that, yes, women are, tend to be very opinionated. But it, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I came in on the back end with Sugar was talking about the uh, – how how relationships and his past relationship experiences have developed a, a set of an opinion of some sort. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have, yeah, Juan, you have, you ever, have you ever been in a situation that you was verbally attacked or hit by a woman? Hell yes. <laughs> Plenty of times. Do you... Shall well, I do, you want, do you walk away? Do you walk away, one, or do you actually try to work it out? Oh, well, my thing about it is this: is that I 
the one time where I was really serious, where it was very, very serious, my ex pulled out a gun on me, and I can't say it Oh, enough. gosh. She, that's the one who had, who had me hold up. Well, listen, you sound like you, sound like you, in, a, you, sound like you in a bottle or something, man. Yeah, it was Baltimore. Baltimore don't roll like that. A bottle ain't going to do nothing. It bounces off their skin and they laugh about it. Wow. But let me ask you this, Juan. Dealing with, dealing with that type of situation you was in before, do you, do you say now that you're, does you trust women or you're less likely to trust women? Well, honestly, that was a bad that that was a bad situation to begin with, mm-hmm. and I, you can't you can't judge one you can't judge all women because of one stupid one, one woman that did something stupid. Absolutely. You can't judge you can't you can't judge an entire race of people like you can't judge. Okay, how could I put it? You can't, like most people try to do with um, people of color, like we talk about all the time, it it comes back to it all the time, the stereotypes that people have about people of color or whatever. It's misconceptions because when when you sit here and you have one bad experience with one person of that particular race, you can't hold the entire race accountable for that one person. In the same sense, you can't hold an entire uh, an entire group or an entire gender accountable because you have one bad spot with a woman. First off, if any, any man that knows anything about women knows that women are temperamental. Well, let me put my host, <laughs> let me put my host cap on for just a second, one, and ask you this point blank question, which was actually the number two question, but. You know, it, it's just like anything else. We're basically almost covering everything that that I scripted tonight. But, uh, and I like I like freestyle. You know, I like the if I seeing everything. Um, does a woman have the right to attack a man? And I don't mean verbally or a little well, shove, a little push. I mean talk back if they're both mad at each other. Because I mean, you got some some not no offense if she's listening, but you got some big Queen Latifah and some big corn fed and some. MMA chicks out here, like Sugar Ray said earlier, that actually, you know, pay to pay to, to to get down. If you have a woman, you know, with that type of temperament, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not going to tell any bad jokes about no. what time of month it is. But that does happen. Thing, but, I'm, but, but I'm just saying, does she have a right to attack you, push you in the mouth, or, or across the head with something, draw blood, to expect you not to react? Because when someone attacks uh-huh. you extremely violently, and, and I'm telling you. In today's world, the, the woman of today is not the same. It's, it's not mama. It's not the woman, although my mother and grandmother could throw down too. They're not the same women temperamentally the way they were back in the days when we were growing up. If a woman physically attacks you and, and basically draws blood off of you, should she expect that you just do nothing based on the fact that chivalry today from a man is not the same as it used to be? I, I
would you not necessarily want to piss off a woman with a grip? Not necessarily. But, I mean, again, but on the, on the serious note, yes and no, honestly, because, I mean, I've never, me, me personally, I was brought up with the mentality is regardless if a woman raises your hand, raises her hand at you, you never ever put your hands on a woman because the man that puts his hands on a woman, even if she started it, is not really a man. That's right. Let me ask you one more question before we move along on that chain of thought. In today's world, I view a woman and a man at basically the same pace. Should a woman not, and I'm not, understand, folks, understand our listeners out there and the folks that are on the line, I'm not advocating any type of violence whatsoever against women at all because, like I said before, you know, I've been that, when I was real young, I was that kind of a coward, you know, when I was real young and stuff, maybe slapped a woman in the face once or something like that, and so I've been on that kind of count level before, so I'm just speaking in, in, in general terms because I look at women basically in a lot of senses as, as equals, as, as all good books say, and even the Quran says that there's only one level above a woman. Hold on just a second. I'm, get, I'm getting to the, to the meat and the potatoes. The meat and potatoes of the question is I'm thinking is from two adults that are, are giving equal standing, should it not also be incumbent upon a woman to know the situation is in front of her, even if she's angry and she thought she's probably been with a person long enough, or maybe hasn't been with them long enough, should she not herself have some culpability in this thing by not physically attacking an individual, you know, relying on the fact that she's a woman and he's a man? Right, but see, at the same, at the same time, I would argue that that's a very good point that you bring up. But if, mm-hmm. if, regardless if a woman puts her hands on you or not, it's in in a in a relationship in any relationship there should be a level of respect, and respect doesn't mean oh I'm gonna you know be polite to this person or not. Respect means that you respect that person enough not to put their hands on you. It goes for men and women. And granted, it's the the mentality of some people that I've actually encountered is. Well, if she hits me, I'm going to hit her. Right, but if she hits you, you're going to still survive. If you hit her, there's no telling that you're going to kill her. Right. Mm. But a woman can do it. I I like my freedom. I'm bailing. (laughs) I hear that, but you know what? Because because you could, because my thing about it is this, is that a lot of people don't realize when when men get angry, if they get angry enough, they can black out. If they black out, they can do stuff and not remember what the hell they did and wake That's up to true. someone in a, puddle of, in a puddle of blood. A woman will get mad, and she may black out, but she still has some self-control. A man... Uh, I don't know, Juan. I don't know, Juan. Juan, Juan, let me ask you this. Juan. Yeah, okay, I don't know about that you. one. My grandmother used to hit cats in the head with hammers. Whoa. I don't know. Well, I didn't know. Listen, I'm glad, I, no, this, no, this is said, but I'm glad I didn't know your grandma because she would have killed my ass. <laughs> man, I saw her in action. She's my white man's oh, face. Boy. Like you everything was everything you know and But you know what, Juan? The thing about it is, is that you're right about that. Men do block out when they're, especially when they're fighting somebody. Yeah, they they out. All they know yeah, is to knock too. somebody out. Women too. Women too. Women too. too. Women too. Listen, Cigarette. Let, let me talk. Women do too, but you know what, too? It goes both ways. 
The only thing is that you have to be cautious about who you date. Because, see, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's so quick to do something, do it with somebody. They don't realize that that woman, that woman, that woman can, um, you know, basically knock them out, put you in a hospital. Well, you know, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Put you in a stretcher. Question, question, question. Hold on one second, Sugar, and I, I'm sorry to be uh, to cut you off or anything, but one thing that Melissa just uh, that's Melissa, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. One thing that she said was that you have to, in the dating state, in the the process of dating, you have to really get to know if that person is that type of person that they're going to beat on you, like, in the same, they're going to want to know, will you beat on them? But that doesn't mean you go pick someone that's weak and helpless. Just no, I don't want anything. You got, it's not what you want. You got, that, that doesn't mean that you, pick, you go and you pick for someone that's helpless because you know that you'll win a fight. It's not about the fight. Honestly, I hate to tell you, it ain't about the fight. But mm. I mean, I don't but know. then you know you can get a jealous one too. If you get a jealous woman, you can forget. Oh, if you get a jealous yeah, man, yeah. you're gonna you get a jealous man. You know you're gonna be dead. You get a jealous woman, now, you know I, you're gonna be dead. Okay, wait. I have I have a perfect example. I know someone, right? A good friend, a coworker. Well, I let's just call her um, Ash. Well, no. Oh, you want? Let's, let's call, call her Candy. Call her Candy. Let yeah, let's call, her, <laughs> let's call her Candy. Well, Candy has a situation where she's married, and I I know Candy for a good minute. Candy's a good friend of mine, a, a, a coworker of mine, a good person that I know. I know her character, and I know her husband's character. Well, Candy found herself another Mister Candy while she was still with Mister uh, the first Mister Candy, <laughs> and. Mr. Candy didn't take that too well, so Mr. Candy stopped Candy. I mean, her Facebook page, her Twitter account, her activities, where she at, where she is, at what time, with who, where the new Mr. Candy lives, um, where they have Candyland together at. I mean, that's it. So I have to agree with um, you on the fact that you do have them types of type of people that are stalkers. Oh, of course. Someone that you know what too. I'm sorry, ladies. I have to say this, but I just don't get it. Why you gotta go look through the brother's phone when he's sleeping? Why should you care what's on his phone? You know, if you trust him enough, that should that should be that should be good. You know, a lot of women do stuff like that, and I just don't get it. But. Sometimes you got a lot of men and you got a lot of women that do both of those things. And the thing about it was, was the thing I kind of find out about the uh, violence thing, going back to that, about women not blacking out. Where do you think that situation about hot grease, hot grits? That, that women black the fuck out. And the thing about it is, man, is that dudes, dudes and I don't want to say this about the dudes, I'm going to say this about the homeboys, man. When you do crazy shit, crazy shit will happen to you. And when you do stupid shit, stupid shit will happen to you. But the thing about women, though, is that they have to understand that that violence is not the way. And men, you know, all the old guys who want to be controlling and possessive, because most of those guys that do that are jealous, insecure, possessive-type guys that really beat women. And them guys that do that, 
they just don't have no game. They just fucked up individuals. So right. they was so they, so they feel like they can control my control our mind and things like that. And then people think I oh, think it's pimping. That's not pimping. That's pimping, big time. Because why would you want to do something that you can go to jail for? And women, what's so crazy about women, man? Women, you when you get your ass beat. It's like if you go in the fire and you know the shit's burning, you know it's hot as fuck, why the fuck you want to run back in the fire again? So what I'm saying mm-hmm. is when this dude's beating your ass, why you you, you leave and you're going back to him again? You know he beat your ass before. He's going to do the same thing again. That's um, but sugar, Ray. That's because. People say, listen, people say, well, he, she loves, he loves. Man, I'm going to tell you something, man. I respect that and I understand left. I understand the situation about love to, to death, do us part and all that stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is, I just don't know. But you know that, you know that that's part of I don't of, think it's good you know, enough to go back. Now, say that one that, more time about that simple and temper, man. Say the difference so the people that didn't hear that out there know exactly what the difference is between the two. I like that. The simping and pimping, the pimping is, man. See, the thing is, the simping is a situation, man. Pimping is a way of we kind of like a. I put it this way. My, 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 my way of talking about pimping is more of a situation of you doing something, but you mm-hmm. doing it you doing it on a mental level. You don't need the physical part to do anything. Right. Only, only, physical, only physical part you're doing is putting out your hand, collecting the money to put in your pocket. That's it. As far, yeah, as, it the, as, far, as, as, far as, like, you trying to yell and scream, no, pimps don't do that. Tony Dungy is a cold pimp. Look at, him, look at him. He laid back. Don't say a word. He gets his job done. That's pimp shit. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? That's the methods of that's that's the, that's the swag of a pimp. But the simp shit, man, is a guy that's a yelling and screaming and yelling and being all ragged and, and screaming and want to slap a woman and, and he don't know what the hell he's doing. But he don't understand, man, that he understand the women that he's beating on. They gonna get together and gonna end up beating his ass. Or better, they gonna leave him to go to somebody who can teach them more better. Because there's another pimp who's watching them simp say, oh, I can treat her better than he don't know what he's doing. He's fucking up. In the intro, you know what I'm saying? A coward dies a thousand deaths, and a soldier dies for once. Go ahead, Melissa. Melissa? Go ahead, Melissa. Melissa got a noise in the background. She got a, Melissa, you got, a, you, got a, you, got a, you got a party going, a birthday party going on or something like that? Uh, well, one thing that I just wanted to touch on was that the reason why women go back to the men that, that, that beat them so bad and beat them almost to their death is simply because Stockholm Syndrome. Anyone that knows about Stockholm Syndrome is that anyone who's put to something like that for such a long period of time and continues to go through it and go through it and go through it, eventually they don't look at their attacker as an attacker but as their friend. They think of it as them showing their love and affection by beating That's the stop function. Melissa, you're on the Bluetooth, baby. I already muted that sugar. I already did. We'll, we'll, we'll catch her back in a minute. Okay, what I'm going to do is I want to play a very important clip, and, it, and this clip came from Whoopi Goldberg the other day on, on The View. Uh, and, and the title says that she defends Stephen A. Smith, and basically she says, if you hit a man, don't be surprised if he hits you back. Here is that clip. 
Okay, hold on just a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to mute mute us out real quick so I can play this clip for y'all because she says some very for real 100 stuff right here. Just a moment. Stephen A. Smith, he's going to be addressing some comments that he made on Friday regarding NFL player Ray Rice's two-game mm-hmm. suspension for allegedly knocking out his fiance. Now, Smith basically said no man should ever hit a woman, but a woman should learn how to avoid provoking a man's anger. Now, some people are outraged, and let me just point out that the comment that he made is based on what the young lady said she did. Let's just, let me just make yeah. that clear to y'all. Yeah. She said I hit him, and I believe that's what Stephen is pointing out. I just want to say for a man, yes. hitting a woman unless his life is in jeopardy. No, I'm sorry. He knocked her out. He knocked her out. Listen, oh, I'm sorry. If you hit somebody, you cannot be sure you are not going to get hit by right Adam. Because, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, yes, baby. Listen, if you're a little boy, I'm sorry. If you're a little boy, yes. and you grow up with a little sister, says, no, you can never hit her. And she's like this, and she's hitting you all the time and saying, mommy, mommy. She's like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. If you hit her, if, no. You have to teach women. You have to teach women. Do not, do not put your hands on anybody. Do not, let, let me just, let me, let me, can I, let me just finish my point. Because I know I'm going to catch a lot of hell, and I don't care. But you have to teach women. Do not live with this idea that men have the chivalry thing still with them. Right. Don't assume right. that that's still in place. Right. So don't be surprised if you hit a man and he hits you back. You don't Stephen A. Smith, he's going to be addressing some comments that he made on Friday regarding NFL player Ray Rice's two-game suspension for allegedly knocking out his fiance. Now, Smith basically said no man should ever hit a woman, but a woman should learn how to avoid provoking a man's anger. Now, some people are outraged, and let me just point out that the comment that he made is based on what the young lady said she did. Let's just, let me just make that clear to y'all. She said I hit him, and I believe that's what Stephen is pointing out. I just wanted to say for a man, yes. hitting a woman unless his life is in jeopardy. No, I'm sorry. He knocked her out. He knocked her out. Listen, oh, I'm sorry. If you hit somebody, you cannot be sure you are not going to get hit by that. Because, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, yes, baby. Listen, if you're a little, I'm sorry. If you're a little boy, yes. and you grow up with a little sister, says, no, you can never hit her. And she's like this, and she's hitting you all the time. You say, mommy, mommy. She's like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. If you hit her, no. You have to teach women. You have to teach women. Do not, do not put your hands on anybody. Do not, let me just, let me, let me, let me just finish my point. Because I know I'm going to catch a lot of hell, and I don't care. But you have to teach women. Do not 
live with this idea that men have the chivalry thing still with them. Right. Don't assume right. that that's still in place. Right. So don't be surprised if you hit a man and he hits you back. You don't perspective. You cannot, you know what I'm saying, be putting your hands on folks and expecting and it's not going to happen in, in reverse because, like I said before, not all men can handle mentally that type of situation. And that's Whoopi Goldberg. That's a woman, from a woman's perspective, and what she said, it might not be popular with everybody, but from her mm-hmm. perspective, she was absolutely right on that, and that's what I was asking earlier about the fact that if you put your hands on somebody, is there not a reasonable expectation that that person is not going to be able to handle you put hands on them? Because there's a lot of guys that grew up around uh, parents who never put their hands on them, and they're probably shocked and stunned that it's happened. And I don't mean, like you were saying earlier, Melissa, some little shove or some little push, or even if a woman, you know, slaps a man. But I'm talking about she has something that, that, that draws blood where she's a, you know, it's one of these, like I said, burly chicks that knocks a man off of his feet or does something crazy. Every mm-hmm. man's instinct is to do it. Yes, you want to, uh, 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 you know, control yourself. Yes, you want to be able to use common sense on doing things, but at the same time, in the meantime, in between time, you cannot be putting your hands on people. My, my, my remedy to that is that everybody just keep their hands to themselves, go to your neutral corners, brother man, leave the house if you have to, and then come back. Yeah, even if she makes you bleed, but not all of us are on the same level on that. That's all I'm saying. No, I totally, I, I like that when we go over said that, like, because you think that person's not going to hit you, like, okay, they're scared because they know they can't hit a woman, but when they get hit, you know, you just, like she said, you just can't expect someone, because you hit someone doesn't mean that you're not going to get hit back, you know? It's unfortunate when women get hit by men. Men actually should know better because of the size and the physicality of what is. But there are some things things out there that pound for pound can give as good as they get. And I'm telling you, my my grandmother and my mother was something else. And my my folks had quite a few, you know, wrestling matches up in that house. And uh, what can I say? I mean, it was was pretty crazy. Who is that noise? Oh, that's my phone's tired. You got, let me ask you a question. Hold on, hold on. Melissa, 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 Sorry, Melissa. God. Hold up, baby. Let me ask you a question. Alarm. Baby, listen up. You got a lot of, you got a lot of 
distractions, a lot of bizarre things going on. Sound like you was at a picnic, a birthday party. Oh, now you gosh, gotta, you know what got, it is? You got, I'm like sitting here cleaning. You got everything L- going listen, on, man. What's going you guys, on? I'm like sitting here cleaning the kitchen, and I'm kind of very like a little OCD about it sometimes because I like to have it clean my way. And I don't yeah. sometimes I don't like I don't let people help me try to stop it. I want to do it my way. <laughs> so I'm like that sometimes when it comes to like you know that part. That's why I said I don't like to cook, but I'll I'll clean. Well, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. So I'm glad you clean. You know, Leo women will take care of their homes. That's for sure. You know, maybe you know, take care of our house like that. I feel like a little kid sometimes. <laughs> well, look here. We have, we haven't had a break, and I need to go pay a bill, and not necessarily the mortgage. So I'm gonna, we're gonna take a break real quick, and when we come back, you know, we're gonna get into what should have initially been our first question: is what are the factors that create this horrifying situation? Because you know, none of us get there by ourselves. So Flossie Jesus is gonna oh, go ahead. Oh, you're right and, about and, that. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, and uh, and, and uh, mute down the house real quick. But when I come back, we're going to jump right back in here. This is Black Love, Domestic Violence, you know, Causes and Solutions, 646-595-3402. And hopefully Juan can climb out of that bottle and come back and talk to us. We'll, we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Get my phone on point here. And... Thank you. 
stuff right there. Good, good stuff. Good emotional stuff right there. Fits the mood of the show. Fits what's going on. It's your boy, Flossy Jeezy. Black love, domestic violence, causes and solutions. 646-595-3402. I'm going to bring my guests back in, Sugar Ray and Melissa from New York. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're on topic number two, folks. You know, some smooth music to bring us in some some heartfelt flavor right there for the for the BET laboratory. Um, what are some of the factors that create these horrifying situations? Do you think, Melissa? Well, Melissa, Sugar Ray. Yeah. What do you think some of the factors are that create these horrifying situations that lead to domestic violence? Well. Uh, it comes down to <laughs> it comes down to a, a situation of um, I think personally I think it's a situation of of uh, of, of respect and and uh, you know and, and and one of those things and rules not in place you know I think it's more of a respect thing because I feel like man that when you get to the point. Where you at that level of doing that, there has to be something to where you lost respect for that person. I mean, people get upset, get angry, but you have to do something very disappointing or something hurtful to get to that point. You know, I, that's what I believe. I think it comes down to respect because at the beginning of the relationship, when you start off, I mean, you you basically you can the thing about it, you can read signs. You can read signs early. You can see things about it because it gets to a point where, like, you know, if you had, if you were a, if you were a girl and she's like, or even a guy, if you were a girl and they always laughing and they always laugh hard and they touchy touchy and they hit when they laugh and they push when they laugh and all of those signs of doing stuff, you best believe that when they're mad and they're angry, they they also do that same thing. Because that kind of, think of that kind yeah, of like push comes to shove. Yeah, yeah, push comes to shove, man. Because the thing about it, man, I mean, I'm at the point right now, man. I don't play, man. When it comes down to a female that I even, she may be fine, she may look good as hell, man. But if she on the point of on the hidden tip, or even if she laughing, boy, you so stupid. Hit me on the arm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You just assaulted me, baby. What's wrong with you? 
I don't right. play the hidden. I don't because because if I let that go, then they're gonna go on to something else. They're gonna go on to something else. Then when you're not mad, you're gonna probably end up hitting me in the head with some real shit. So I'm not gonna play that, man. But you have to understand. Man, I think it's about it starts from loss of respect, man. Somebody got hurt. Somebody did something before then that created that anger, man, or create that situation. And it may start at their childhood, like when they, like you said, they begin the way with it so long. So so long, and they never had the opportunity. Somebody knocked the shit out of them to let them know that hey, you can't do that. Wow, it's incredible that you should say that because that individual I was telling you about, a lot of that stuff happens a lot of times where they start off punching you in the shoulder all the time and and and, and cracking you one and catching you off guard, slugging you in the chest and stuff like that. Then they grow up and then they end up in these relationships that they just kind of seem to refuse to get out of. Melissa, are yeah. you out there with us right now? If she's still attending to some things, that's fine. We're yeah. going to leave the line for But, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Sugar Ray, and that makes a lot of sense. You know, these, those, those, you know, I, I can't really go any deeper than that. There are a lot of factors that, that create this thing, but, you know what I'm saying, from a male's perspective, it can be a cheating-ass brother or, right, or, or something like that. And, um you know, uh, he, you know, he's, uh, you know, kind of person. He's real possessive, and he wants to cheat and run the streets and do a lot of stuff. But then, you know, his woman gets fed, and maybe she'll go out and do the same thing. And then all of a sudden, he ain't. He wanna, he wanna, he wanna reach out and touch something like the phone company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He wanna, he wanna, he wanna get all, all, all pushy pushy. Or it could be money matters where he wanna have the woman working, and then he wanna bully her when she comes in. Or it could be one of these sorry motherfuckers that sit home, beat you on like corn chips, sitting in front of the screen all day, mad with his mouth poked out because he can't get a job because he didn't, you know, maybe been incarcerated, got his mouth poked out or whatever, and he's mad because she's getting promotions and she's doing all the things that if he's not doing, he don't feel like he's getting enough attention. When in reality, if he got up off his ass and went out there and got a job himself or just tried to do anything, I don't care if it's shoveling shit with a straw, supporting and, and helping his woman out he wouldn't have a reason to be upset. Sometimes guys get jealous of a woman's career or something like that. And I mean, everything that I just said, the same thing can happen in reverse from the female perspective. Because like I said before, you know, women have fought for, for now in the 70s, so we're thinking about, oh, close to 40 years, if not 40 years, because this is 2014. So let's take it all the way up to 1970 when the women's lid thing really kind of kicked in. I mean, they were asking for rights voting rights for women all the way back into the 1900s, but they actually got the women's lib and the Gloria Steinem's and all this feminist stuff and all this, you know, other good stuff that they did to get these rights and stuff. And then, you know, they, they feel that they don't need a man. They don't feel that, though they feel that they're, you know, equal and indifferent. Now, a lot of them married men, but they still go subscribe to the Gloria Steinem feminism report that they should be on equal footing on everything. And sometimes, unfortunately, even that can play into the domestic violence thing. So, I mean, there's a lot of things, factors. Maybe it's the way they was raised. Maybe in, in the case of the female that I was talking about, we're going to talk about something later on about the court system. And we'll get into that in a, in a little while. But it's one of these things where they watch their mama get the shit beat out of them. And then they was abused at the same time. And they grow up thinking that for whatever reason, you know, they get with a man, and if he ain't beating, his, beating her ass, she feels that, she ain't loved by the dealer. She feels that the guy she gets with, that she's with a little bit of sense, is soft and sucker and a, 
and a pussy. And, and to me, that's that's all fuckery to me because I think that if a if a man has to beat your ass and you can't be satisfied unless a man you know is 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 tapping you, and I don't mean tapping like 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 hitting it with some good sex, but just beating your ass, and you can't be satisfied with a man like that, then maybe psychiatry might be the name of the game for you. So I mean, on both sides of it, and, I, and if you notice, you know, I'm staying consistent because I don't think that any man or any woman or on either side of this argument where we can't say that it hasn't happened before. I mean, you heard, my, you know, my, my boy, uh, Troy, when he came on here, he was talking about the domestic violence thing and how that stuff goes down. So, I mean, this is an equal society now, and men and women basically are on the same footing, and, you know, and not in the physical, at least in the mental. And I still say that there's culpability on both ends, but then again, there's extreme situations just like disciplining your children. If you're too extreme on disciplining them and you're not using common sense, there's a lot of bad things that can happen. But I'm just, I'm just telling you and saying that, you know, everything being all equal and everything, uh, it's just like anything else. You know, it's, it's, it's bad medicine on both sides, and I hate it. I hate saying it. Yeah, yeah, you know, man, hey, man. But also they at the same time, man, they see their parents do it too. Sometimes a lot of people come single-parent homes, man, because like a mom, I mean, the girl usually don't have a father. So she right. probably seen she probably she probably have an anger issue where she's beating out and trying to find something to latch on. And if it doesn't go away, she got an anger problem because she never had that male to actually to be in her life. Same thing for a, for a boy when he grows up, he already very upset, very combative when he's in school. And you can see those signs where he probably get into a lot of trouble, a lot of anger stuff in school. And people don't pay attention to them signs. But what happened is why these women out here? That's another thing too. Why you women out here talking about niggas ain't shit? Well, you're trying to do good for your for your for your uh, for your kids, so that's good because you have no choice. But at the same time, it's very important for you to understand. It may not be you may not can get that guy to be in his life, but at the same time, you have to come to terms with yourself and say, hey, I need to get me my mind right, and maybe try to find some male role model in his life, someone that could be. Somebody gonna teach him, and 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 the, and the thing about it, women, I want to understand, you have to get off that notion of niggas ain't shit. That right there is one of the biggest handicaps that's going on with black women in the, today. They always saying niggas ain't shit. That's why you, when we see the situation where he has domestic violence or whatever, whatever, women always chalk it up and say niggas ain't shit. And the problem with that is, man, is that while you saying niggas ain't shit. The fucked up thing you missing out on good niggas because you get this mindset that niggas ain't shit. So, so, so you always looking for the book for the fucked up shit. You're right, family. You're absolutely right on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Break that down just a little bit further for the folks that don't understand because what you hitting on is hitting a sticker like Popeye. Chicken. Yeah, man, it's it's real, man. Because out. yeah, because the thing about it, man, check it out. While you elaborating talking about. Niggas ain't shit just because you're pre-relation because that nigga wasn't shit, and you go around with this niggas ain't shit. So you get with a whole bunch of girls who all y'all got in common is that niggas ain't shit. So y'all walk around and go to the club as a group, and y'all laugh and giggle, and any guy try to have a conversation with conversation with you, you have this have this old angle on. Oh fuck him here, and you have this fucked up uh, perception of black men, and the problem is. You women are so caught up into, like my man said, you're too caught up into the white man's stability that you like his stability, but you expect the black man to have that white man's stability. 
So he don't reach that standard of getting that. You want to knock every black man out. So when it goes down to it, so that's why I said at the beginning of the show, man, we was talking about Ray Rice, man, everybody chiming in on it. It's just another situation, man, that this situation happened a while ago, man. But right now it's, it's, it's coming out big. But the thing about it is, man, is that people want to ride it, and then they ride it, and then they look at it, and they look at the situation, oh, it's, it's another brother beating up on this, another black man doing this. It, it, everything has a really bad turn when it comes to black men. And I'm just saying, for black women, y'all need to stop that shit, man. Stop that shit for real. Just because that nigga you had wasn't shit, don't put us all in the box saying we ain't shit. Because if you do that, you're going to find yourself sucking shit. You're going to find you yourself what? by yourself. But you know what, I'm Sugar back, Ray? guys. I'm sorry. Welcome back. What bothers me about the fuckery with Ray Rice and what happened between him and his woman is all these white folks coming out and, and coming up with shows. Oh, everybody got blog talk. They even had this one thing that I think I posted in the group and I, that I didn't read it. We're talking about some former policeman, like policemen's actions right now are so popular with, with the puppy that's going on in New York with uh, NYPD. They call them heroes. They more like clowns more, more than heroes. They jump on something when that happens to a brother, and they ride the shit out, and they cry and complain about, oh, well, this man didn't do this, didn't do that. What they don't understand is that here's Ray Rice's fiance that says, hey, look at here, look. Look at here, look. Don't punish my husband. I don't want him fully punished. I don't want him fully embarrassed like that. I was at as much fault as he was. I am culpable for what happened just like he was. We were both intoxicated. Yep, I was yep. disrespectful to him. You know, I, I drew, drew first blood on him. He was intoxicated. I was intoxicated, and that's why sometimes too much intoxication uh, kills the motivation and leads to devastation. I'm sounding like Jesse Jackson right about now. But I understand what I'm trying to say is that she asked for this mercy. The commissioner gave her the mercy, and they're crying and stuff. Here's Ben Roethlisberger, yes. first Good Steelers, who was accused her. not once but twice, right, of raping women. And they brushed that shit under the rug so quick, they took a six-game suspension from him all the way down to a two-game suspension, and I think he served more like one and a half because he was still allowed to suit up and stand on the sidelines. So, Who is you know, this? Who is this? white folks comes down to us, they always come with the fuckery, man. It's incredible. <laughs> so, anyway, who was that? Who was that to that? Who was that? You were just talking about they had that uh, six games, you said suspension or something like that, whatever. Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback oh, of, yeah, the, yeah, of the yeah, first yeah. Steelers. No reflection on your team because the Bears going to get them again anyway. <laughs> but but, but yeah, yeah. you understand what I'm trying to say. We're discussing off the air, but anyway, let's go ahead. Go ahead. Well, he, 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 is, uh, he has been accused not once but twice of assaulting women. And, and Godell gave him a six-game count. Count your money. Count your money. A six-game suspension. And then, and then took it down to a, a three-game suspension, down to a two-game suspension, so they compromised and did a one-and-a-half. And this is for raping some women. And, but they, they want to yeah. cry and say, oh, well, he didn't do enough. Godell didn't do enough against, you know, uh, uh, you know Ray Rice. Ray Rice's wife, Ray Rice's wife sat up and, uh, and um, said, look, don't punish my husband. We were both equally intoxicated. We were both were equally 
We're not ourselves. This is the first time something this has happened. We love each other, and they still and they're married right now. And so right, my right. thing is if she saw enough mercy in her heart to forgive her, right, and she saw enough forgiveness, why is it that all these people are chime in all of a sudden? But what kills me is that whenever it's an African-American on something, they won't talk about how much charitable stuff we do, but they always want to show us what Jewish folks and everybody else has done. Man, at church. that's so true. When charity, but when we yeah, do charity, man, they, we, we don't yeah, hear about yeah. it. Yeah, we got to be like Michael Vicks and all those. We got to be on a podium like Kobe Bryant. You got to be all on the podium. You got to be all out in public. You got to share Tiger Woods. You got to make press conference. Big Ben didn't do none of that shit. I mean, like, you got, man, I mean, it's crazy, bro, how situations like this. But we got to be all in the front. You know, dudes got to be up there, damn near, uh, man, got to be almost in tears. Forget hey, about that. You wonder why Tiger Woods had to have knee surgery. Keep in mind, his woman jumped on his ass so bad that the man crashed his car. This Tiger Woods crashed his vehicle in front of the house into an oak tree trying to get away from this woman who was chasing him with a golf club. And they made, mm. jokes, about, and they made jokes about Tiger Woods, right, because his woman, a former housekeeper, right, who didn't rate to have no half a billion dollar settlement, by the way, because he never put his hands on her. But she chased him down. He did the smart thing. He tried to leave. She chased him down with a nine iron, screaming four all the way behind him until he got in the car. And he was so reckless trying to get out of there. And, and all of a sudden, if you notice, right after that, he had to have, he had to have a, a surgery on him because he probably hit him with a golf club or something. So when you sit up here and you want to start, you know, with all this angst that we hear about, oh, Ray Rice and all, and, it, and it's just like you said, it's funny with you that you should say that because not only did they show Ray Rice in this particular news clip I saw on ESPN, they ran the line all the way down, right? Uh, they showed Kobe Bryant. They showed Michael Vick. They started naming out the people that didn't get this and didn't get that. You got Mike Greenberg sitting on ESPN saying what all didn't happen. Uh, he was taken aback that, that he wasn't sanctioned. Well, that's funny coming from you saying that you called Martin Luther King, Martin Luther Coon on ESPN on a show, on an on air show. You, on Martin Luther King's birthday, you said, well, I have to say, first of all, happy birthday to Martin Luther Coon. How the hell do you get away with doing that and don't get sanctioned, but you want to judge another human being for something that, by the way, bottom line, no matter what happens between two people that are married, dating, or whatever, it's really not the media, the public's business. No matter, no matter how it shapes down or whatever, it, because there's been people that have been in plenty of situations, and they've been married 50, 60, 70 years. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, things happen during the course of marriages that, of course, both sides are sorry for. And I'm not excusing it. And believe me, folks, six four six five nine five three four zero two. I am not minimizing. Well, see, Jeezy, I am not minimizing domestic violence in any terms. But when society starts jumping all over African Americans for something that, by the way, the people that taught us violence were the people that enslaved us and brought us over here because we got whipped for 400 years. So anything that we get, right, is natural that it comes one right behind the other. And as KRS-1 was saying on one of these songs he had today, the reason that he doesn't consume beef is because the animals are living fearful. And when, you, when you're in fear of something because you know you're about to be slaughtered or you see your numbers decreasing, the way the black man's numbers have decreased, there are pheromones that are given up in your body that if anybody eats of that, they pick up those same fears. They pick up those same sicknesses. They pick up those same diseases, which is why, you know, he advocates he only eating chicken, fish, and the, and the things that Elijah Muhammad said in the, in the book uh, to, uh, to Eat to Live Right. 
paperback uh, copies get charged today because they know how to eat to live. You know what I'm saying? I know it's the same. It's the same thing. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Beef. What a relief. Who would this poisonous product fleece? I know that song, man. Yes, it's right. Right. You heard that song, Ben. That one and and homeless. And I put that for you today. I don't know if you heard that song or not. But Kara, what's the one homeless and everything that talks about? Well, if you, you have to listen to the song, I'm going to go into that and get off the subject. But you understand where I'm, where I'm coming from. This whole thing of attacking us as people, let's not act like domestic violence, you know, is, is a... Uh, is, is a, uh, a thing that's uh, singularly to black men. You, white folks just know how to pay for stuff to get covered up, and they do it all the time. Look at Lindsay Lohan and all the fuckery she's pulled, but she gets a chance to get a pass and continues to get a chance to, to keep it moving because the folks got money. My, my point is, is this. Uh-huh. If, if we're going to deal with domestic violence, let's deal with it across the board. Let's not try to make it a color thing. Let's not colorize it, because like I said before, we didn't actually know what a whole lot of violence and unintelligent behavior was until we got brought over here and introduced it to us. So over time, you're going to continue to have to deal with that until you wash that fuckery all the way out of your system. And let's not take, the, take a situation that's horrible for everybody, turn it into fuckery, and, and put it in a gift wrap with a bow and try to make it a black, a black or white issue. Domestic violence is bad all the way across the board because if you're going to start marching people down the aisle of who screwed up with domestic violence, just make sure you throw a few gray boys in there along with it so that we keep this thing even. That is the Flossy GC rant for the day. I'll do everything you were saying. No. It's not a black and white issue. No, it's not, but you're keeping it real. Right. Absolutely. One thing about it, I never have believed in the alleged dominant society taking every opportunity they can to take a jab at us. Like, this is something that's singular just to us, because you won't talk about none of the charitable things that our people do. And then turn it into something else. Like I said, I've been of course, it never makes the news. It never makes the news. No. About no. Never, never, never will. And, he, and the brother contributed money to the domestic violence fund uh, as well in his community and, and the national uh, uh, league against uh, domestic violence. Of course, they won't say nothing about that because you know they got their scissors out with a pair of tweezers and they want to castrate somebody. You know what I'm saying? And they want to make, you know, make it indicative of. And, and somebody put in a story that I put into the uh, into the uh, group today, and they said that uh, we don't care about our women, right? So why should the NFL? And I responded to that summarily by saying, first of all, to expect white people to care about black love is fuckery on the highest level, on the, at its purest level. So get out of here with that. That's how I responded to that. Don't blanket everybody and say that we don't care about our women domestic violence. That's fuckery. And you know I've got allergies. I'm allergic to fuckery. It, it literally runs a chair up my back. It literally it makes me run cold. When I hear fuckery and people saying that we don't care about our women, go on mm-hmm. with, that, with that nonsense. And this is probably a black, it was in a black, that black moist, it was in a black publication where it came from. But when I hear stuff like that, talking about we don't care about our women, get out of here, that's fuckery. So anyway, let's, let's move on. I've, I've drifted long enough. Um, my question now, uh, uh, Melissa or Sugar Ray, can a man uh-huh. be trusted by a woman once he assaults her? Can he be trusted again once he assaults? Uh-huh. I can definitely say that. Um, 
it's it it depends because it's if you've been with someone for years, it's kind of hard to like leave them. But you know, slowly you do if you know that something like that can can come into play again. And sometimes um, women that are married, they don't leave because they say that they want their kids to have what they didn't have, which is a father in the household, you know? Right. So it's like to them, or they never got a chance to have a career. They've been stay, they, they, they're, they're stay-home stay home wives. They don't have a career or anything because their career was taking care of their family and making sure their man was happy. But when a situation happens like that, it's like, where can they go? Where can they stay? That's why they have funds and stuff that people can go and, you know, get women to 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 leave a man if they, if it's if it's violence in the house, you know. Right. But I feel like this. What I don't like is this. Um, I feel that men should, if you're gonna argue with your wife and stuff, or argue with your boyfriend, don't do it around your kids. Like if you right. have to go somewhere, if you have to go outside and go all the way outside in the woods or whatever and argue. Then you do that. Or just go, just don't do it around them because children pick that up and think that's that's what that's what type of father I want. That's the type of man I want because my dad's like that. Or the son could be like, well, my mother takes it like that, so the woman I could be with, she'll take it like that too. You know? Right. Absolutely. Like, I can't disagree with any of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know, you know, I work, I work in the school district, and the thing I kind of realized, man, is that a lot of parents, you know, they work two-parent households. They have to work to pay bills and do what they gotta do to keep up with the lifestyle they want or whatever. But there'll be like kids in school that they really don't know their kids. They really don't. A lot of people don't know their kids. They think they know, but they don't understand is that they wonder why their kids have friends and are more close to their friends when they get 18 is because the reason why is because their person knows them better than their parents do. Right. Some, not, not, not all of them, but the thing about it, the reason why I say that is because I know people who been in a situation where, like, I have uh, parents, they come to a school and they come and they meet and they talk about their child and there's some situations going on and they never knew of it. And they say, wow, I didn't know you do that. Well, it's amazing how they don't know that because their kid, he acts out in school. He's a whole different person from when he's at home. And he does crazy stuff. He hits girls. He touches girls. He gets into fights. He does crazy shit. But the thing about it is that while you're so busy, working, and I'm knocking you for what you do because you have to work, but what I'm trying to say is you just miss out on the opportunity of knowing who your kid is. Incredible business right there, Sugar Ray. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to answer this phone call. Go ahead right quick. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to read a little bit of something here while you answer that call, and I'd be remiss if I didn't do it. I probably should have done it at the beginning of the show, but domestic mm-hmm. violence is, is known right, as also as domestic abuse, spousal abuse, family violence, dating abuse, you know what I'm saying, intimate partner, you know, violence. It's a pattern of behavior which involves abuse by one person against another and a uh, intimate relationship such as marriage, cohabitation, dating with the family, 
it can also be experienced by both classes of the sexes. They said forms of domestic violence include physical, emotional, economical, and sexual abuse, which can range from uh, coercive forms of abuse and violent abuse as a result of disfigurement or death. The World Health Organization, or WHO, reports that globally 38% of murders against women are committed by an intimate partner. Now, what they should have done was posted the number on the other side because Journalism 101 says that she should report both sides. Domestic violence also occurs because the perpetrator believes that the abuse is acceptable. This produces an intergenerational cycle of abuse and cultural systems that condone violence. Hence what I was saying earlier about African Americans learning abuse through what happened to them during slavery because they were introduced to it at, at young ages and for 400 years, 500 years mentally, but, uh, but at least 400 years of it were during slave plantations we were introduced to violence. So it, was inter- it went generation after generation, and we're still dealing with it. It says extreme forms of abuse include homicide, including honor killings, dowry killings, violent assaults such as acid attacks, Awareness and perception and definition of documentation of domestic violence differs widely from country to country and from era to era. That's what I was saying, from generation to generation. Often there is a cycle of abuse during which tensions rise and an act of violence is committed, followed by a period of reconciliation and calm. There are different types of intimate partner violence, and the dynamics of abuse can be carried in various ways. In some cases, it is a sole abuser where there may be many times when the victim acts in self-defense or retaliation, and, and in other cases, a mutual common couple violence where both partners engage in abusive violent behavior. That's what I was saying earlier. You might have an MMA chick or a big queen Latifah-sized chick or something like that, and him and her and her man are, are boxing it up and doing it all the time. It ain't cute, but it happens. And, and like I said, women hold their own as well as men do, that individuals may be trapped in domestic violence situations through isolation, power and control, insufficient financial stuff, fear and shame. So guys and gals use money as, as, as a way to say, well, if you leave, I ain't going to give you no money or, you know, I'm going to hold on to all the money so I can dominate. The woman goes to work, as I was saying with Sugar Ray earlier, and the man takes her whole check and dominates or, or vice versa. As a result of abuse, survivors may experience physical disabilities, chronic health problems, mental illness, limited uh, finances, and a poor ability to create healthy relationships. Victims may experience post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. Children, and that's one of our topics, who live in the household, and this can answer that question, what are the effects on the innocent children, uh, uh, innocent victims, a.k.a. the children? Children who live in a household with domestic violence can continue the legacy of abuse when they reach adulthood. Domestic violence often happens in the context of force force and child marriage, right? Alcohol consumption, mental illness can be comorbid with abuse and present additional challenges in eliminating domestic violence. Management of domestic violence may occur through medical services, law enforcement, counseling, or other forms of prevention and intervention, right? It's important measures include assessment to determine the extent to which the abuser is likely to murder and safety planning for, so the victim, you know, doesn't have to, so that they have the tools to protect themselves. 
So that, in, in, in essence, is a very good soliloquy of what domestic violence is, and it talks about the same things we've talked about all night, is what can happen, how it can go from generation to generation, and how children, who are the most innocent victims of all, can be caught up and then carry this disease. And that's what domestic violence is, just like alcoholism. It is a disease that can be carried from generation to generation. So, you know, we see what it is and, and, and what goes on. So I guess two, the two questions that we can ask and put them together to consolidate time is, how should we cope with an abusive partner, or should we cope with a, a, a abusive partner? Melissa, what do you think? Well, for me being in that type of situation, I can say I I will not cope with um, someone that is who is has who because they hit you once. Can they do it again? Absolutely. Can they black out? Absolutely. I feel that if you have children with that person, um, you have to put your children first and say, "Well, we can co-parent, but we don't want. I don't want my kids to see." that type of situation and think that it's okay. Right. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should I Yeah. Well, you know what, man? My last two relationships, bro, female was always trying to be aggressive. You know, my baby mom and uh, the one after. And both of them. They, they tried. I ain't gonna no, you know, I ain't nothing to get stupid, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't gonna sit around me hanging. It was like three yards in a cloud of dust. I was out that motherfucker. And the thing about it is, I had no remorse. And they look at me and I'm shit. I, they talk about me and they say bad things. But the point is, though, is that I know some laws when it come down to that situation, and I know how women are. Because I had this thing awareness, man. I'm a, I try to be aware of everything around me, man. But these women, man, a lot of them, man, they come off, they're angry, they're yelling, they get to hitting, like, you know, saying some old disrespectful stuff like that. So when they get to that point right there, we done. We absolutely done. You don't respect me. You raise your voice at me. You calling me names. Why would I want to be with you? There's no makeup from that, baby. You're going to do it again, and you're going to do it again. So if I allow you to do that, what kind of dude am I? That makes me a simp. That makes me a sucker if I allow that. So I'm going to let you go ahead and call me names. We good, and I'm going to still kiss your booty and say, okay, baby, it's all good. It's all good. You, you were just mad, baby, you know. So I'm not going to do that. No, I ain't going to. Then, 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 then I know some dude walking around talking about, oh, man, you want to get old girl, man? My old girl get bad, man. No, fuck that, dude. I ain't going to play that shit, man. If you, I'm not going to disrespect her, and I'm not going to yell at her. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to put my hands on her. We can get in the room. We can talk, and we can it may get to a where it may get to an energetic conversation. But believe me, it won't get to the point where it be violent and be behind closed doors, and it won't be as loud a way if anybody else in the house can hear it. You have those differences. But the thing about it, when it gets disrespectful, where you want to act all stupid, you want to throw a chair, and you want to fucking throw shoes, and you want to come outside, and you don't give a fuck who sees you, you want to show your whole entire ass, this is who I am. You want to be that motherfucker. No, bitch, I'm out. Deuces. I'm gone. Hotel, I'm out of this motherfucker. We, we ain't messing around like that. Straight up. Because the thing about it, man, if you set that and you deal with that, you deal with that and you allow it, you allow that, best believe me, you're going to be the one going to jail, even though you ain't did shit. Uh-huh. Well, you'd be like, I'm locked up. 
They won't uh, let me out. Won't let me out. I'm, I'm feeling you on that one, sis, all day long. Well, you, you know, know what, what I the, like? You know, I don't mean to cut you off, but I like the fact that Sugar Ray bring up a point about respect. If you know that woman or that man does not respect you in the, in the relationship, why the bleep are you with them? Okay. Okay. And when you that, show your kids that someone can't, that, that, that someone don't have to respect you, that ain't that ain't the right upbringing. No, it's not. You're right about that. You're both right, and I'm telling you, I'm loving this. You know what I'm saying? You know this black love, domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Causes and solutions. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. You know I'm loving to talk about this real stuff. We're going to be back in a minute. I'm going to play a couple of uh, tunes, you know what I'm saying? Let's uh, take care of this blood pressure medication real quick. And uh, like I said, we'll be back, you know what I'm saying, to finish you know, up this talk because this is real stuff, and this is what, you know what I'm saying, what it's all about, you know what I'm saying? We call it black love, not because we hate the, 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 the uh, alleged dominant society, but because we love ourselves. And domestic violence is, is all part of the love. Unfortunately, with the violence portion, it's love that's gone wrong. But you know what I'm saying? But we dealing with it. I'm gonna drop a little something on you by this by this all star, you know who it is. And he uh, he deals with a song that deals with domestic violence. You'll love it. We can comment on that too when we get back. So we're gonna go ahead and, and uh take this break. Here we go. Morning Casey, morning Casey. Could it be my 
my destiny to be lonely And checking for the problems that be lonely Cause they bony with you is different I got no need to be convicted And Dr. Dan, all my life is she will be delicious And when you lick your lips and take your hips Got me addicted I'm kicking it hoping that we can find some way to kick it Even though I got the dinner, got to struggle to resist it
every night makes me cry. What kind of love from a nigga makes you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he wasn't gaming. Gave you diamond rings, but some things wasn't worth none of the pain that he brings. And you say what made you fall to him? That nigga had the power to make you fall for him. I thought you was a doctor, be your call to him. Let you down, cause he said you were too tall for him. Uh, that wasn't love, baby girl, you was dreaming. I could have killed you when you said that he was growing from his Oh, 
conscious level, man, understand, man, that we cannot do that as black men. We got to teach these black kids, man, and show them the way and show them better so they can become better in that cycle. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. It needs to end the cycle. It's like a repeat. Plus, CG, I like how you said earlier and talked about and talked about how. Wait, you know, because our, um, as you know, that our family, our, our generations and generations of our ancestors suffer. For they've been um, for years, they've been suffering and trying to survive the violence that happened to them as can be by white people. And it's like, like you said, it's building every, it's building us a little bit, and we don't probably don't realize it. And um, I can definitely say that, you know, you you know, both people have to put their kids first. If they love their kids, they're gonna they're gonna say, you know what, um, if we can't be together, or you know, just don't do it around the kids. I think a lot of people do it around the kids. I can say one time. I was sitting at the bus stop, and these two young people, they probably look like they were 15, 16 years old, and they have like a, a, a one-year-old. They're sitting there arguing so much that the girl just pushed the stroller, and it almost went into the street a little bit. And that's just to show you that it was not worth it to argue around your child or to put your child in a situation that they can get hurt. You know? Right. Big time. You know, I, 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 I definitely can say that, you know, sometimes people got to stop and think and realize, you know, um, is this healthy for my child? You know, you don't want your child later on in life saying, well, you, you, uh, this is what I've seen, this is what i experienced. You don't want them to experience that. Right. You want them to experience positive energy. With a positive environment. True. I know growing up, my mother and father, when they would go at it, it was always more of a verbal thing. You know what I mean? Mom always kept her hands somewhere near the shoddy. (laughs) She just just wasn't happy. She she didn't believe that pops were going to really over-discipline us and do anything. She would get mad Mm -hmm. enough once to shoot a hole up in in, in the uh, roof of the house. I mean, she was a lady, like I said, her and my grandma, all, both grandmas and them, were some, were some tough birds. And they, they just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, didn't play the domestic violence thing. But the only thing that I didn't like in, in, in their spats is that they would get my brother and myself involved. And all the way into almost adulthood, there was always this thing of, you know, making the children choose sides, in, in a sense. And oh, and, 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 you know what I mean? And going back and forth and doing stuff. And, you know, when the old, before the old man passed away, RIP to him and mom, before they passed away, you know, and, you know, she was living in Chicago still. She was living in Portland. I always had to remind them, I really don't want to hear the name calling. Pops, I had to respect mom. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm still living out in Portland. I'm in the military. But I'm still living out in Portland. You know, I'm up here from Carolina visiting him. Chicago and everything, that's the hometown. And I, I said, I, I really can't stand to hear the names and stuff that you call it because I had to respect her. And then at the, end, at the same time, being almost his twin, you know, mom was always, you know, I, I, was, I, I wondered sometimes, damn, am I, am I a bad-looking fellow or what? Because 
I always heard about me being just like my old man and even looking like him as if that was kind of a bad thing in, in, in a sense. I mean, I'm just, I'm 100, so I can be 100. And y'all, y'all like family, so I can, I can be 100 Absolutely. with you. It's not, a, it's not a circumstance that you should, you know, find yourself being in. I don't want to choose either one of y'all because both of y'all gave me, you know, my father gave me my work ethic and stuff, and why I work hard and stuff. You know, she, she mm-hmm. showed me how to, to love and respect women or else. So right. I mean, I guess the best of both worlds. You got right. the best of both worlds, and you know what? Too the fact is that um, I understand when you say you don't want to hear them arguing. Um, you don't want to hear that type of stuff, like them name calling stuff like that to each other. But at the same time, they do they do teach their children to pick sides, and that makes the child feel so uncomfortable. Like if I take my dad's side, is mom gonna be mad? I take my mom's side, then dad's gonna be sad. You know. And then they they have conflicts with communicating, you know. Right. Major big time, Melissa. Major big time communication problems. And and I'm like, look, don't put me in that because that's you guys' thing. And I'm in Chicago. I'm up visiting you from the military from North Carolina, the Marine Corps and stuff. I don't want to hear you call mom those kind of names. And I've mm-hmm. come back home out of the military, and I'm, I'm like, Mom, you know, I really don't want to hear you, you know, say those things about the old man, especially now with him being known. So it's like, you know, you, you, you're torn from both ends at the same time. You love them both, but like I said, the both of you gave me a whole lot that I could be thankful for, and you both cared enough about me to, to, to uh, tear my ass up when I needed it. I've never been to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying I've had a, a, a pretty decent life all these years and stuff, so... I appreciate y'all for the stuff y'all gave, but the point I guess I'm trying to make is that folks out there, you know what I'm saying, 646-595-3402, black love, you know, I, I want y'all to know that you don't have to involve your children in your spats because it hurts mm-hmm. later on. And please, please, both sides, try to keep your hands to yourself. It really is important. It's that influence. They get influenced by when you get them in, involved in adult. Adult business. You know how you tell a child all the time, mind your business, this is an adult conversation? Well, keep right. the argument as an adult conversation, too. Don't get your kids in it. Right. I mean, the only thing I want my son to know, really, is that, you know, his, his mom was the greatest thing that ever happened to him, and his father's a legend. <laughs> That's all he needs to know the rest. You know, definitely. You know, and you know what it will do? It keeps your child it keeps your child level headed to say, Well, I never had to go through any of that. I um um he said she says stuff. Right. Absolutely. You know, you keep a child as a child, you know? Sugar Ray, you still out there? Okay, he's back there attending with some business. So I'm going to throw this mm-hmm. one at you, uh, Melissa, because we talked about this. You know, I, I have a friend whose name I won't mention. It just seems like, you know, it happened over and over again. And I guess let me give you the question first. As a family member, to someone who's experiencing this type of uh, horror and, and it's domestic violence, mm-hmm. as a family member, what should we do if the victim continuously defends their abuser and ignores their protection orders. In other words, you know how they put in those, uh, what do they call those things where you, uh, you know, restraining orders. Just like and, Eve was talking about love is blind, you know? Right. right. And it's like, what do you, what do, you do if they continue to violate those court orders 
and have these people back in. I mean, over and over again, I mean, you don't want to see your family get killed, well, but, you know, they got caught. You, the you know. so bad. You know, I mean. I, this, absolutely. This, this, this but you know what? Uh, but you know what, too? That's about that, that codependence thing. When they're yeah. so codependent that they can't, they can't survive without that person. Right. So all they know is like, well, yeah, he feeds me, he clothes me. He got a roof over my head and a kid's head. If I leave him, then my kids ain't going to have nothing. I ain't going to have nothing. You know? It's that codependency thing. You know, they don't know. They don't know that. They don't realize that what they're dealing with, that ain't love. You know? They never got to explore um, how a man can really treat you. You know? Yeah, but what, what do you think? What do you think? What, I mean, how can we handle? I what, personally what, like. What, I would. I would. It's hard to get someone out of a situation like that, but at the same time, at the same time, you could just be really honest with them and say, "Well, you know what? Just know that you all this violent stuff happening to you. You know, kids are small. They'll talk and they tell their teacher and stuff at school. You know, your kids can get taken away. People don't realize that." You know, and the and I would definitely tell that person that um, you know, once you're gone, you're gone. You know, your yeah. kids ain't gonna have no mother. And when your kids don't have no mother, just know that that man that was abusing you, he might not want his kids. So just know that when you're gone, you have no control of what happens to your kids. Or, or you have no control of what happens in their life once you are dead. And that's oh, what I would say to that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you think about that, Sugar Ray? I mean, we got a situation, man, in which, you know what I'm saying, how do you handle, it, handle things if you get a situation where, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, family, you're a family member of a person expressing domestic violence, Right. What should you do if they continuously defend this abuser and ignores their protection orders? I mean, if things get out of hand and the person, you know, is is has taken a bad whip or whatever, or, or things are so threatening that they get a court order and then uh, for the restraining order, and then they continue to violate them and keep this, bringing this person back around and, and dealing with them as a family member, what what, what could or should you do? Mm-hmm. You mean as a family member, you know. You mean you know about the situation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 got a court order against their abuser. They got a restraining hmm. order to keep this person right. away from. Them. But but and they've had several of them. But they keep over and over again either rescinding the court order or they continue to accept this person back in or they just won't listen to keep defending their reasons for why they keep bringing this person in. What do you do? Well, you know, one one thing one thing that people. People seem to always do is basically, hey, it's not my business. We just keep it on. They, they, they don't, they don't, they don't pay attention and try to act like it's not there. But I come to realize, man, that being a victim of both of that situation, man, I think the best way to do is is to handle it from the from the uh, from the outset. And you have to be so open and so honest about the about that situation that it scares the person that's happening to or whoever. Because usually things, usually, usually when people say, hey, it's not my business, I ain't worried about it, usually that's the easy road, and that shows character of a person. 
But if you go to the point of taking a hard role of doing that, that shows you and that builds a lot of respectability. That builds it's it's tough for you to do that, but at the same time you do it because it's hard to do it. Cause you but you know it's right. It's the right thing. And and that and that that right there shows grounds on who you are. And then in the long run in the long run it'll come back it'll come back to a situation probably was the best move. Because if you take the easy route, you but you just say, Hey, I'm not gonna worry about it, it's not my problem next day that person may be dead. Mhm. So that's right. Yeah, intervention seems like, according to the roundtable here, intervention seems like the best thing. I mean, my thing would be almost to go down and and um, you know either report this thing or or keep the cops coming through or let the let the police know that this person uh, is is uh, violating the court order that they put in. But a lot of times when when people put in these these orders, the police kind of, depending on where they're at, you know what I'm saying, if they're in our neighborhood, they usually just say, well, they toss their hands up and shrug their shoulders. Usually mm-hmm. we're in, in the black community. They'll say, well, look, if she's going to continue to ignore them, there's really nothing we can do. And in, and in reality, unfortunately, there really is nothing they can do. This person they needs what we go behind. They always say that. Right. Well, can I, and, and can, the, I, can, I and, share, can I share something with you guys? Please, come on. You know, Based on what you're saying, based on what you're talking about, Flossie, my situation right now, my the mother of my kids is a victim of getting her ass beat. Right. And she came to me, she came to me uh, several few times, and she said, this guy beat me, she took pictures and all that kind of stuff. And the thing about it was, I know the cycle. And it got to a point that the dude that was doing it, he know I don't like him. His name is Corey <clears throat> Farrell. Yes, I said Corey Farrell. He's a fucking prick. When I fucking say this shit, and I want motherfuckers to know that because I ain't got shit to hide. But the point is, that guy, he beat, he beat her. She goes back with him. But the thing about it is, I addressed her every time. I addressed her every time. I addressed her to the point to where she doesn't say anything stupid to me no more. Because she used to say crazy shit to me. But now she doesn't say crazy shit to me no more because I have something on her ass. And I know this guy's beating your ass. And at the same time, you secretly seeing him. So you don't want to confront me. You don't want to see me because I, I can read shit. And I know you're still seeing this fucker. But she doesn't want to do that. But see, the situation, my kids, I have them. I have both my kids with me. And they're with me on a regular basis. But the point I'm making is, she comes over, she calls, whatever fears her anger, whatever whatever situation goes on. But she don't come at me stupid and don't say anything crazy to me no more. Because I know something and I know it well. So just the other day, two days ago, and I said, Hey, so how you doing? She said, I'm doing good. I said, you know, hey, won't you when you when you when you bring my daughter over here Make sure she got some proper shorts on. I don't like the short, the jean cutoff shit. I don't like that shit. That shit's not popping to me. She said, okay. I said, you know what the deal is. We'll get the right shit, you know what I'm saying, because you get child support, so please. And so she did it. But the point is, man, when she came out with the clothes, I asked her. I said, hey, let me ask you a question, by the way. Are you still seeing homeboy? The look in her face, the look in her face, gave, she didn't have to say nothing. The look in her face gave me the answer. And I said, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. You might want to tell me this. You might tell me it's none of my business, but believe me, it is my business because you shared it with me, 
And on top of that, I have a daughter by you. And if it's where it's out of hand and disrespectful, you cross the line, they're going to really have me involved. So, hey, so I know about the situation very well, man. Would you say you better get a clear continuity on, 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 on who to put your hands on and who not? Because if a child gets involved, you put your hands down. I, I, had to, I had to go across to Vancouver from Portland and lay down the law. I, said, I told this cat, look, I don't put my hands on nobody else's children, so I know we're not going to have this conversation again, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Capiche? Yeah, man, I understand. Well, you better understand clearly because the next time I come over here, I'm not coming to talk. How busy she is, but but, but and she can be dizzy and all that good stuff. I ain't having it. Yeah, that's real. Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Robinson will come back to life. Believe that shit. Yeah. Okay. You know what, too? I like that both of y'all I like the fact both of y'all saying that. And the that's fact is shit. that you can go, you could stay in a relationship and if you want to get your ass beat. But guess what? That man that you would beat my kids. I want to be his ass. He'll be running around here with two broke wrists eating with his toes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't play that. Not, not about my kids. It's just, man, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? And, not about the funny thing, thing you get. Yeah, it's you crazy, know? man. And the, funny, and the funny thing about it is she went to the courthouse to get a paperwork. And her excuse is she needs somebody to serve her. And she told me she couldn't find nobody to serve him. And I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. what do you mean you can't find nobody to serve him? She wants you to be his ass, Sugar Ray. Well, well, but that's not, my, that's, not, that's not the issue. That's not my position. See, I'm not going to beat his ass because I'm not going to be. See, it's the thing. I'm, it's his chest, not chuckles, baby. I don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the thing about it is, I'm going to tell you right, because you know, think about it. Why would I want to stoop, stoop to that level and I get to fighting him and we both be in jail? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, though, is that it's her situation. See, this is the thing about it. It's a, it's a, it's a two-way situation. And this is one thing about the black community. This is a, it's a problem. See, you go there and try to help the situation, try to police the situation, and some eyes, you're good. Then on the, on, the, on the flip side of that, you're almost like some Captain Saver whole shit. We heard in the last in the last. Uh, Last show, I think we had that. We had to hear the same situation. And what I'm saying is, man, I, I, I tell her, I instruct her and tell her exactly what to do. And she told me she don't have nobody to serve him. But that's an excuse. She said, well, I called the school. I told everybody about it. I said, no, no, no. You called the job. It don't, that's, that has nothing to do with that. That's nothing mm-hmm. they could do. So you're talking yeah. a bunch of shit. You're not calling them. You're not going to the source. See, when a woman, when, a woman, when you're getting beaten and you want to do something, don't, it's no, it's, you have to do something about it. You call the cops. If somebody knocking at your door and you don't want the guy there, you call the cops. You don't fucking call me. You don't fucking call nobody. No, Nobody wants to come there and save you. Get somebody with some authority to go there and take care of the situation. Uh, of course, someone that has the um, law on their side. Come you don't got the you, law on your side. Come save you and you fucking like, him next week. Uh-uh, no. Uh, uh, no. Hot <laughs> that because that happens. Yeah. That happens because let me tell you something. She might get real turned on and say, oh, um, y'all were fighting over me. Yeah, she could be like, she time. could call you, you all time. sugar red, and then she you, could go you, back you, and fuck no, no, anyway. You can, go over, you can go over to her house trying to help her out, and next day you get to a big problem and come to find out 
you be going, you be the one going to jail because he may be the guy, he may be living with her. Or he, 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 uh, he never that's knows. that's true. It could be that Look, situation. I, you can't. It's yeah. chestnut checkers. It's chestnut checkers, baby. Chestnut stubbles. <laughs> You, you, guys, you guys have heard me talk about this before, and I'll say it again. The reason I ask this question is because that same individual I keep telling you all about, real close family friend, real close to none of them since she was a kid, but she sits up and she gets with these cats, and she happens if she ain't getting her ass beat, that she ain't love. She put in court orders, and next thing I know, you, you, I go to raise my voice, so I say something or whatever, or just get on her case, and it's like, you know, fuck it, he didn't do it, what you got, he didn't do it, you, you got to, you ain't your social media, period, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, ain't nobody knocking nobody the fuck out. Ain't nobody cracked me in the head with a ceramic bowl. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody beating me up and knocking one of my teeth loose. You know what I'm saying? You need, you need to get, you know, and, and matter of fact, quit talking crazy to this cat because you know it's your, your words are like machetes and they cut deep in a man, especially when you suddenly calling every man you go out with that you know is a roughneck a bitch. So, I mean, I mean you know, a, man, a man feels disrespected not, when you call them a bitch. You cannot call no black man no bitch and don't think that he ain't going to react. Yeah, he shouldn't do it because it's just words. But I, I still say, cats in that 20 to 30-something don't know no better. Yeah. And even though you on some on some semi-cougar shit because you 40 and they in their 30s or however the scenario points out, I don't care I don't care if he makes you, you, you nut six ways to, to Saturday because I don't disrespect Sunday. I don't care if you nut six ways to Saturday. The bottom line is is that, you know, you on, you on fuckery. If you think of an ass whooping, you think that, that everybody that runs into you is, is, is whoops your ass, unless they do that and you ain't love, then you get a decent person in your life, then you turn around and they ain't nothing because you think they soft and they have marshmallow and they nerdy or whatever you, names you, you know, colorful names you want to call them. You shouldn't want to get your ass beat to prove that that's love, that's fuckery. I'm sorry. Hold on, we got one a caller that's just shot back up in here, and I'll, and I, well, there he is, and, I, and I'll ask him the question real quick and see what his perspective is. Welcome back, Juan. The question is, as I, as I jump right on you with both feet, okay, what do you do if you have a family member who is a victim of this horror, and they, and they continuously break court orders, make excuses, and do stuff, and they continue to violate court orders of, of, of uh, you know, restraining orders over and over again because they just got to have this individual in their life, and they, even though it's, it's toxic for them, they're taking these ass whoopers and stuff. What should you do if you're related to this person, or at least a close friend you care about them? What is your role? What should you do? Should you do anything? Well, I actually, again, I can relate that to someone that I actually know. I know right. someone who, who is in an abusive, was in an abusive, uh, was in an abusive relationship for God knows how many years. He went to, he kept on going to jail and would come out and beat her again and go back to jail, and come out and beat her again and go back to jail. And That's crazy. She, 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 she eventually, and she kept, she kept on taking him back. She kept on taking him back. She would open the door. She, I mean. They had two kids together, mind you. And so she kept on taking her back, and he would come out and cheat on her, and she'd find out about it, and he'd beat her again. And she, he went, she went and bought a car. And this is actually a relative, um, someone that I know that's a relative. And she went ahead and bought a car for herself. Well, he felt that she didn't need to have a car that it wasn't her entitlement to have a car. So what did he do? He took the car from her. 
she she basically bought a car. It's in her name, but he drives it around and has his other girls in the car. And she got sick and tired of it and told him that he had to hit the road. Well, he beat her again. And we had to finally tell her, look, if we can't keep continuing com- coming to your rescue because the, fam- the, the, the males in the family were coming and standing behind us like we want, we were literally, every time he would beat on her, we would pull him to the side and tell him, look, don't do that again and leave her alone or whatever. And he, she would open the, the, uh, the communications back up. Eventually, you got to let someone fall. Because the, the only way that they're going to learn that it's toxic is one of two ways. If they're in a toxic relationship, they're only going to learn it one of two ways. One is in the body bag, and the other is just because they're going to eventually have to let go. You said a mouthful right there, my friend. I agree. Oh, boy. I hate to say it, but in its purest form and in its most premium form, fuckery to the fullest. Just unbelievable. That's just right. You just take an ass and think that that is love. That and is two that's, kids. That's a border thing. Well, you know, that, that, that's, that's called insanity, man. You're doing the same uh, thing over and getting the same result. But, uh, Juan, I want to know, like, does, was this happening, him being, being up, his baby mama, was this happening in front of the children? Yeah. Oh, he would throw wow. them across the room. Oh, man. Oh, he'd, beat on, he'd beat on her, and then would beat on the kids. And so, oh, she was not. She does that's not. That's chin right there. I'm sorry. No, that's, so, chin, that's chin checks on him. I'm sorry. And then, and then we, 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 we would... We would put them to the side. At one point, a group of us got one night. They called up. They called us and told us that he had beat on the kids. He threw. He he pulled the kids up against the wall and was beating on them, beating on one of them. All the dudes got in the car and showed up at the house, and he acted like he didn't know what the hell was going on. Like, well, he should have got his ass beat. Should got his ass beat. Did he get his ass beat that night? He. He 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 ended up leaving that night on his own mm-hmm. accord. He 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 walked away on his own accord. But the, well, the, he, well, we told her. We told we told we, we told her. We told her, and we repeated to tell her that it was toxic. It, it got to the point where the family had to get involved and tell her, look, he needs. What needs to happen is those kids need to stay with your parents until you get your act straight. And it, it took agree. a while. It took a while, but that per, but that person finally it finally clicked in their head, in their mind, that hey, this person is informing. And it it took them literally. They were in the relationship. They were together since she was what? I want to say she's almost thirty something now. And it, they were they've been in a relationship since. They were since she was about sixteen, so it's been a while. They over fourteen years, and literally their oldest is about almost thirteen. And literally, I mean, she, he would beat her, and he she would go right back. I mean, he was he would literally he would he would do all this stuff and do dirt and play games and jump around from bed to bed, and she'd take him back. 
And the excuse that would always come up is, oh, but I love him. Oh, but you going to love him when he puts you in a body bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. The death, the death do us part. Yeah, but, but you I know what? But they, but you know what? They weren't even married. They were just, they were dating the whole time. What? But you he know never, what? He, he never mm-hmm. put a ring on it. Mm. Never wow. wanted to either. Yeah, that's what you call. That's what you call. A, a, um, excuse me, man. I, I, it's not for everybody, but for that guy, I will call him a bitch ass nigga. Because if you can continuously do stuff like that, you are not a man, and you should not be out in public. Because if you're gonna put your, your hands on your kids like that too, you are an animal. You need to be locked up. So but, what you know. But he kept on, he would, like, literally, he kept on and kept on and kept on. And that's what gets me. And that's one thing that uh, that irks the hell out of me about women that are in abusive relationships. How? And, and I, again, women, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but you're just as, I mean, you're, you're calling this man dumb and stupid and bum ass and this and that and that, but you just as stupid because you go right back. Mm-hmm. You call the po- you call the police on him. He he beats you to the point where your eyes swell up, where you can't see nothing, where you bleed it from your mouth, where your life is literally almost gone. You put him in jail. He sits in jail for twenty four hours, and then your bum ass come and bail him out. So, do you really want to change? That's or true, you but you mm-hmm. you can't if you really. If you really sit here and say, and, and I hear it all the time, I used to go to the court because you can go to the courthouse and listen to criminal cases and the domestic violence cases, you can hear them, like while they're proceeding with them. And these women, I love him, I love him. Right, you love him now, but obviously he didn't love you enough to sit but, there know, and lo- to love you back. He loves you with his cold. fist and not with his arms. Uh-huh, but you know what, why? It's all about codependency. When you know they, they're used to having someone take care of them, someone making sure they can get a household, you know, they don't have to worry about anything, you know, but or I'm they... Sorry, but, but, I'm sorry, that's a stupid attack to me. That's a stupid attack. I'm, I mean, but, I, I, don't, I don't know any other way to put it to, and be a gentleman but, about it. But that's I, but I'm see, sorry, that's that's fuckery all the way around. I hate that. But but my thing about my thing about it is you can sit here and say, Oh, well, he um it is because she wants a man that put what about the men that ain't even got jobs? She's the one paying the bills but you beating on her like a piñata. But let me tell you something, it's the dick. It's the dick. The you dick know, she's in love with the dick, but don't, but, 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 but the dick, the dick, the dick make her moan, but the dick, but the, but the, but the dick is not the same. Hey, 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 you gotta, when you, when you, when you, when you, wait, listen, hold on, when you, when you come out like that, baby, you gotta, you gotta kind of like, I mean, I, I, I love your bluntness, baby, when you say the dick, damn, but, you know, when you point at your mouth, you like that, shit. You know, but it's... But you know what? It is sometimes it's like it's, it's a dick. Sex is a dick. Dick, dick, dick is a sex. Oh, oh God! To people that she got she got long words. Okay, and when you are when you are having when you are like in uh, that, I think that's codependency, and I think that when it comes to like sex and stuff like that, 
if you're addicted to that person, so, you know, dick. addicted to the dick. <laughs> when you're addicted to the dick, you know, yeah. you, yeah, you're yeah. hypnotized by the dick. You you don't think about what you know. There's plenty of dick out there, but you just want that dick because it. You know, that's the only thing you know. But you don't have yeah, to know that only thing. You're playing thing. the sausage. You know, you're addicted to the sausage, but I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's not beef or pork sausage. That's 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 stupid attack sausage. I'm sorry. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. You know, you know, you know, you Song gonna go well. I remember what Forty G said. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you gotta keep your head up. Oh yeah, you gotta go. 
Well, look, man, let me let me drop a couple of gems on us. I'm saying, give me some cold to drink. Get our final thoughts and and, and our curate, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll be back here in a few minutes, man. You guys keep it alive. You know what I'm saying? Black love, domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Cures and solutions, man. We on the panel. We got Mr. Juan Martinez in the ATL. We got the lady in New York, Melissa in the house, and we got the Emerald City Zone in Sugar Ray. And I'm your boy, Flossie Jeezy, here in the city of Roses of Portland, Oregon. We will be back in a moment. Boy, I love it when y'all get down. It's just all right. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn That's alright because I like the way it hurts Just gonna stand there and hear me cry That's alright because I love the way you like I love the way you like I can't tell you what it really is I can only tell you what it feels like. And right now it's a steel knife in my windpipe I can't breathe but I still fight Well I can fight As long as the ball feels right It's like I'm in flight High off a of love, drunk from my head It's like I'm up and dang Now love her the more I suffer I suffocate Right before I'm about to drown She was such a take me She fucking hates me Can I love it? Wait, where you going? I'm leaving you No you ain't come back We're running right back Here we go again It's so insane Cause when it's going good It's going great I'm Superman with the wind in his back She's throwing flames, but when it's bad, it's awful. I feel so ashamed. I snap. Who's that dude? I don't even know his name. I laid hands on him. I never took the low again. I guess I don't know my own strength. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. But that's alright, because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. But that's alright. I love the way you lie. I love the way you lie. I love the way you lie. You ever love somebody so much you can barely breathe when you're with them, you meet, and neither one of you even know what hit them. Got that warm, fuzzy feeling, get them chills, used to get them. Now you're getting fucking sick of looking at them. You swore you'd never hit them, never do nothing to hurt them. Now you're in each other's face, spewing venom in your words when you spit them. You push, pull each other's hair, scratch, claw, pit them, throw them down, pit them. But lost in the moment when you're in them, it's the face, it's the cold, break, and soldier boat. So they say you're this, they call you separate ways. Yesterday, don't know you, cause today, that was yesterday. Yesterday is always a different day. Sound like broken records playing over, but you promise them. Next time, it's over strength. You don't get another chance. Life is no nintendo pain, but you lie to gain. Now you get to watch the leave out the window, guess that's why they call it window pain. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. But that's alright, because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. That's alright, because I love the way it lies. I love the way it 
you can call to talk to a counselor. And I think that's the first step too, to you can um you can either talk to a family member that's in a situation or you can go and talk to a stranger, not someone that's gonna, gonna judge you, but just hear out what you what you feel and what's going on. And I think that um Putting your and if you're in that type of situation, I think that it's it's best you you give your kids to your mother or, or you know you give your kids to your aunt um your aunt so that when you know that you're out of that type of environment that hostile environment then and you feel that you you're happy and everything and things are going well for you and you put your kids first you know um I can say um. I can definitely say that 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 would help. Yeah, very good. What do you think, Sugar Ray? What are some yeah. of the things you could do to curtail this ugly domestic violence horrifying situation? What do you mean? You mean curtail? You mean um... you know stop it, stop it from happening? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, um, just just stop it from happening, or or some avoidance measures that we can use. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Juan, go ahead. I'll come well, on. I, 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 I fixed the head for you, Sugar Ray. <laughs> well, well, as far oh, as God, curtailing the domestic violence, first off, if a woman makes you that mad, and this goes for both men and women, if okay. your, your your significant other makes you that mad where you really feel like you need to put your hands on them, before you put your hands on them, think about the consequences of your actions. 
not only think about the consequences of your actions, but if you really love the person, you wouldn't put your hands on the person. And then if you if you're thinking about putting your hands on them, and it gets to the point where you really just can't control yourself, walk away before you right. put yourself in in a situation that you really don't want to be in. Walk away because if you walk away, no one will get hurt. If you walk away, no one no no hurt will come to you. Mm-hmm. But if you if you keep yourself in a situation where you know you're not going to control yourself, guess what? You already know where you're going to end up. And, and don't blame it and, on the alcohol. Don't blame well. it on the alcohol. Don't blame it on the club. Don't blame it on the fact that you ain't getting cutty. Don't blame it on none of it because that don't excuse your actions. Alcohol is not an excuse for right. your actions. Yeah. There's, you a reason, there's a reason you ain't getting none. If you're beating on a person while you're drunk, guess what? You're beating on them while they're sober. Hold on one second. Blame it on the alcohol. Let me say this. Jump on in here, sugar race. Let me say this. You know what? I think... Me, I, I go a little farther than that. I feel like these are these are these are people who are just starting relationships. People have to be smart and have to understand. And you got to what I'm trying to say is I'm talking about men and women. It's all right now. We're in information age, man. Right now, we're not in a stone age or in a situation. You get something, you come out and be like, I don't, I didn't know he was like that. I didn't know. He's, you no, know, we're in a, right now. We are very to the point where we're very conscious and aware. So when you go in a situation, don't get blinded by bullshit. And people get blinded by material. I get blinded by well, she 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 got nice this, she's nice that, she got she's sexy. We get blinded. And the thing about it, man, it always come down to a situation of kind of like reading signs and kind of like talking and and, and learning and earning and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing right. about it is, man, is that a lot of people, man. They go into these situations, man, and they 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 camouflage by anything else. I mean, this motherfucker throw a he could throw a haymaker at you, but you're so camouflaged by the fact that he has a nice house, nice car, and you don't even see that. You don't even you didn't pay attention to that. But what I'm trying to say is, you have to be very, very, very smart. And if you're already in something right now, and it's already a, a, a domestic or anything going on right now. It's best to get out because there's no secret in getting your ass beat. There's nothing good about that. You know, you can't be quiet about it. And I just feel like, man, people need to wake up and need to stand up on their own stuff and be accountable, you know. And I know it's kind of hard. I know it's tough. But you know what? The things that are hard are the things that make you and make you as a person. Things that are easy are the ones that break you and make you less of a person. So take that high road and be strong and go ahead and go through it and say, hey, I'm going against the grain. Fuck it, you know? I mean, this dude beat my ass, or this woman's beat my ass. It's going to hurt me to leave this person, but you know what? It's the type of hurt that I can live with, because that kind of hurt that he's giving me, I can't live with that, because I won't, probably won't even be able to see you the next day. Or the type of hurt that she's giving me, I may not live to see the next day. So you have to you have to understand, man, that nothing's nothing's more important than your life. Because we are already beating each other up, 
and then you go to work, you got the white man beating you up. Yes, I, yes, I said it, the white man. I'm talking about, when I say white man, I'm talking about the fucking depressions and everyday deals with J-O-B of trying to get your promotions and getting there and all that type of shit. You're dealing with society. So you so you come home and get your ass beat. You get your ass beat at work, and then you just, I mean, how much ass beating can you take? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's like a stop to a commode. How much shit can you take? You want to say, I ain't taking no more shit. Enough. So you got to stand up, man. That's my belief. That's my philosophy. That sugar race spill on it. It ain't easy. But you know what? It's hard, so that's the way it has to be. You have to make it happen. Absolutely. I, look, I'm, I, I agree with you 100%. That's one. That's a 1,000% shout-out and shout from the, from the man from the Emerald City, and he's corrected. I'm going to tailgate on some of what he was just saying about the, the uh, money factor, the finance factor. There's not a dollar, a coin, a dinero, a peso, you know what I'm saying, a, a Filipino peso, yen, you know what I'm saying, uh, Dutch marks, you know, German marks, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, whatever they, whatever else they call the money over, you know, a euro, you know what I'm saying. There's, there's not enough money in the world to continuously take that ass whooping over and over again because, like you said, because of the cars, the jewels, the bling and all that. The bling, but one thing about bling Bling will blind you. Just move the letters around, get rid of the G on the end, uh-huh. put a P on the end, and you are blind, and you need those glasses like DMC was telling you about, Bausch and Lam on your ass, okay? So the bling will, will blind you. And at the same time, you know, uh, getting covered up by all this materialism and stuff and using that as a reason to sit there and continue to take their mask with us, let me tell you something about, about the fact that all the glitters is not uh, gold. It's not, you know what I'm saying? You can take a cake. And instead of frosting or, or, or filling in the middle, you can take a big old pile of dog shit and spread it in the middle and cover it up with chocolate. Oh, it looks real presentable on the outside. It's got all the nice design. It might even have a couple of candles on the top of it. But you go to warm up a piece of that son of a bitch, and you know exactly what you got right there. You got a shit cake, which means when you cut that bad boy open and you analyze your situation, it is the worst condition that you can be in. We'll say Hello? again. No, no woman. Get here. No woman deserves to be beaten or have or have a man manhandle it. At the same time, in fairness to, to all the whole situations, no, we don't want to victim, re-victimize the victim. No, there shouldn't be a victim. But ladies, you know, going in, no matter how angry you get about whatever, that that man uh-huh. has the natural ability to hurt you. You know he does. You, you, never mind your words. I'm not talking about your words. I'm not talking about things you say. I can walk away from that stuff. I can, you can go outside. You can get away from all that. But you do not want to put yourself in a position when things are at the height of the heat and go to cocking back and clubbing people in the mouth, doing crazy stuff and everything else. Because the point, what Whoopi Goldberg said the other day, there is no guarantee that when you hit somebody that they won't hit you back. You're both adults going in. You both know what it is. And if you're worried and concerned about, oh, he shouldn't, the woman saying, oh, he shouldn't hit a woman under no circumstances unless his, his life is threatened and all that, all that sounds fine until you're the person doing it. Something a, 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 a gentleman named Larry Turner said once that made a lot of sense to me, and I don't follow or subscribe to a whole lot of what he had to say, but he said this and it was absolutely the truth. And that's that everybody has a plan, right, when they get into a fight until they get hit in the mouth. And then everything changes from there. So 
So I finish off my last rant of the day. Let's keep our hands to each other. Let's learn how to love each other a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like Bobby Caldwell says, what you won't do for love. But make sure that it's love and make sure that it's genuine. Make sure it's original. You know what I'm saying? And make sure, if nothing else, four letters, R-E-A-L, make sure it's real. That's Flossy G for the night on that. And like I said before, you know, anybody else got anything, go ahead and jump in there with both feet. Juan, throw, drop yours in. Sugar Ray, go ahead on and, 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 and drop this, uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the disclaimer, and I'm going to take us home with uh, with um, a little bit of uh, dead prayers because this is a learning and growing experience. Then yeah, I'm going to finish off my own personal recording with a little Bobby Caldwell, what you want to do for love. And then that's the show tonight, and that's a wrap. And I appreciate you guys for coming out. So if anybody doesn't have oh, anything thank else, you. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Let's give our shout-outs. I want to give out a shout-out shout to my Chicago Bears. You know what I'm saying? I got my flag all already on the pole. It's already ready to go out. It's already ready to be hung up. I'm just waiting on these next couple of weeks to go by because we got Philadelphia first. Let's, let's Michael Vick, so we may have, actually have some action. You know, shout-out to, to Juan, to Melissa, to Sugar Ray, Shout out to everybody online. Shout out to everything that's black and beautiful. And shout out to the, to the world, man. You know what I'm saying? One love to everybody. I do mean everybody. Even you hard here that haven't figured it out yet. One love to you, too. That's the way the man would want it to be. Sugar Ray? Yeah. All right, man. Hey, I'm glad everybody had a great time tonight. Glad everybody listened. I want everybody to understand the revolution is not an event. It's a process. So stay active. And we'll get there. Hotel Mouth. Hotel. Beautiful. And that's it. Now, folks, thanks for calling uh, Flossy GZ. Again, you can find me on the web, you know what I'm saying, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, Tumblr, you know what I'm saying, Google, you name it, we're there. You know, shout out to the fear of a, of a black planet. Shout out to, you know, Melissa and Juan. Shout out to it's bigger than hiphop.com, your most informative news source for all your Afrocentric stuff that you want to get. And we out of here. God bless you. All good right. Night. Good night. Love the show. Thank you, sweetie. We can grow. We can develop. As we know that heaven is not a place And happiness lives in the heart Long as the world keeps turning My duty is to keep on learning You heard? Keep on learning It's something up today Going back to sex Keep on going through something Keep on growing Keep on soaking up again It's something that working Don't be afraid to change 
Nobody know it all as soon as you think you do. That's when you fall. We got to do more to survive. We must evolve. Things change just when you think you've seen it all. We trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride. Each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say when you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you're going to take some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted. Gaining insight and understanding. Each one, each one, we got to pass it on. Keep doing the knowledge, building and adding on. With faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything, but everybody knows something. It's something Keep on making mistakes. Keep on going through some pain. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up the game. It's something that's working. Don't be afraid to change. Yeah. Yo, the more you know, the more you know you don't know And if you don't know, the more you can know Then you won't grow What you don't know can hurt you Discipline is the virtue Gotta ask the right questions That helps you go in the cycles and cycles and spirals Information is viral It's infectious, it's contagious And how you go into stages like the night You don't believe that No, we didn't do that Then reality said And there's no dispute in the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up It's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people Watch me soak it up You be said the best education Is observation and participation to study how the people be related. Different points of views turn bad news to good news. See, it's kind of like some shoes, because they got to make your move. Treat it like organic food. Make it something you can chew. Information you can use. Make it something you can do. Keep on learning. It's sucking up, Jane. Keep on making mistakes. Keep on going through something. Keep on growing. Keep on sucking up, Jane. It's something that working, don't be afraid to change. Hey man, it's okay to say you don't know. You let go of your ego, you're free from all illusion. Big, can't make moves in confusion. Don't look for conflict, man. Always look for the solution. My pop says humility is a sign of wisdom. But to really soak it in, now that's a different kind of listening. See, man, sharp man. Every day is another lesson. And it's not failure when you learn that it's a blessing. And as the Buddha says, nothing lasts forever. We got to manage our expectations. The less we crave, the less we suffer. In this way, we awaken. Right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right focus. Keep soaking. Soak it up. Keep on learning. Soaking up, Jane. Keep on making Keep on going through something. Keep on growing. Keep on sucking up, Jane. It's something that working. Don't be afraid to change. Guess you wonder where I've been. I just to find another within. I came back to let you know. 
got a thing for you, and I can't let go. My friends wonder what is wrong with me. Well, I'm in the day from your love to see.